right, good evening and uh, welcome to a very special edition of uh, Live from America podcast. This is Hatem alongside me, Mr. Norm Dorman, the owner of the legendary Comedy Cellar. Liz Foriat, you will join us later. And our producer is Mike Suarez, as usual. Um, and we will be here all night hosting the show. And by all night, I mean me. Because um, no, my you, you know, there's a, there's a slightly Wayne's World quality to what we're doing here. You know, comedy seller, excellent. Yeah, it's like, all right, go ahead. I'm sorry. Just, I just, Why, you didn't think this is excellent? We have a great show tonight. No, in Wayne's World, that's what they say. I, I I'm just thinking that you know, comedy seller has this you know, very important name, and um, we we do a we do this show is kind of like funny, like you know, it's like a little low tech. Uh, Oh, I know. Dribble a thing and whatever. You, well, you, you, host, you hosted it in, like, you hosted uh, it in undershirt. <laughs> Did you? It's kind of like you remember when we started. We were like kind of like influenced by like or I was uh, the show between two ferns where he was yeah. like like literally he wanted to do like a low budget like re but have the biggest day. So that's kind of like what we. I uh, wish you would warn me of that, but go ahead. I did, but you never read your emails. <laughs> so um, anyway. Um, so we have a great show tonight. Great lineup: Colin Quinn, Rich Voss, uh, Bonnie, um, like so many comedians coming up later. And uh, Noam is going to be here. Like, and I can feel his energy already. He, he's going to make fun of me the whole night, but I'm going to get right back at him. Um, so in a little bit, we're going to have Colin, Rich Voss, and um, Bonnie McFarland. But uh, I want to start with something, like really a uh, little cheerful. What do you think, Noam? Go ahead. So here's here's like uh, there was a. Um, a study about you know that that the 11 things that people are looking for in 2021 like something to make you feel good uh, about life you know uh, about you know looking forward to 2021 so uh, here's here's a list and let's see if you can obviously uh, guess what it is so obviously this one is easy vaccine yeah it says vaccine the olympics olympics where are it's the olympics? happening it's going to happen Tokyo? in Tokyo yeah Florida's trying to steal it, but you know, but Tokyo still said they're gonna do it. Disney World, fiftieth anniversary. Fiftieth anniversary. Okay. Yeah, it should, it should be a big party. Of Disney oh. World, Disneyland, Disney Disneyland, World. Disneyland. Yeah, and traveling. This one is very interesting. The 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 uh, Dianetics are having an. What is that? The Tom Cruise one. Yeah, Tom Cruise. Yeah, Scientology. Oh. No, he is going to be filming the first uh, movie in space. Oh, wow. And But here's what I get, because this is very interesting. He's going to be, uh, the rumors are he's going to play the, uh, the commander of International Space Station, which we had in this show as a guest. Oh, that's remember. right. He, that was a great guest. Yeah. 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 So he, the, the rumors, he's gonna, not going to play him, but he's going to play that part, you know, as the commander of the International um, so, you know, Tom Cruise has turned out to be a pretty good actor and stuff, but you know, I never got used to him with his shirt off. He always has, always seems like has a funny body to me, but girls always scream. He, he almost, he almost has like man boobs or something, but <laughs> something he's in great shape, I think, but he's I never seen him like, what? He's not like, uh, I, I don't, when did you see him without a shirt? Like he's always wearing a shirt in movies and stuff. No, in various movies, I've seen him without a shirt on. Uh, uh, Broadway, obviously movies. 6G. 6G? Yeah, it's coming out. 5G is barely 5G is barely online yet. Yeah. Well, they say they're coming out, and this is gonna be awesome, they say. Um, something is landing in Mars. 
I don't, I don't know that that one. Uh, hugs and and no masks. You know, this is very interesting. They said that Amazon and uh, Walmart were gonna deliver by drones. Yeah, they're planning, which is you know, in the Middle East, we used to deliver by drones all the time. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, I have trouble believing that's really gonna happen. But um, you know, I I doubted television. I mean, I, I'm kidding, but I, I it just seems to me dangerous, right? Yeah, it kind of it kind of seemed that way. And this is the number one thing that people waited for in 2021. Oh, that's the comedy show. <laughs> I like how it took you a while to recognize your own place. It's been a long time. That's a good picture. Who took that picture? I did. That's a good picture. See, everything I do here is uh, is uh, professional, uh, unlike what you're saying. What? How so, did you take that picture? I didn't really take it. I find it oh. online. Oh, okay. Do you really think that I would like go leave my house with this shirt and go like? No, I thought maybe you took it. I mean, it's not a recent picture. Obviously, I thought maybe you took it a while ago. I don't know. I found it online. I don't know. Um, so, um, yeah. Um, how, how was January for you? Because so, it had to be taken by somebody with an, in- I mean, it's, it's, it's with a place empty and it's from a, it's from a high vantage point. So it had to be someone that had permission to shoot the place. I don't know where it came from. Rich is here. Yeah. I think we're gonna, uh, we're gonna have to investigate this. So, uh, our first comedian is here, Rich and probably Bonnie as well. So Rich and Bonnie McFallon, welcome to the show. Here we go. Uh, it's only rich. I I had my money on you two being together. Oh, your mic is off, Rich. Can't you unmute him from your control station? I got it. She'll be she'll come on from upstairs from her computer. Are you having a fight? No, it's just easier. I don't want to sit next. What not fucking sunny and share? What do you want from (laughs) (laughs) me? Jesus. Wait, have you you haven't even started yet, or does no? Your... We started with the introduction stuff, but we didn't start the recap yet until you know the first crew arrives, which is you, Bonnie, and Colin. Oh, oh, and then we, how long, how long are you doing this for? Tonight? We go on for uh, two and a half hours, but you know you can go as long as you want. No, but I I, I don't understand. Are you doing this monthly now, recapping the month? Or... Yeah, that's that's what I. And your wife is here. That's what I'm oh. planning to do. I didn't tell Noam yet, but I think oh. he agrees. Well, but I if- mean, so, hi, Bonnie. Hi, Hello, Bonnie. how are you? So Bonnie, Bonnie knew to unmute herself. So so the thing is that, that Hatem is somehow addicted now to podcasting. It's, it's very, very strange. I, I'm like done with podcasting. I, I, I have an anxiety attack literally every time I have to do one of these things. But you yeah. love it. You yeah, because it. in his country, he's not allowed to do that. So he's taking advantage of it here you know Full like, freedoms here in america yeah. first of all i'm the only one that have circumstances that things could happen to him if anybody see this so yeah really brave one here what could happen what could happen first of all uh, i don't know what could happen if you I'm get off the no fly list <laughs> well that i already and this podcast would put you on the no fly list <laughs> oh, i don't yeah, know sure. i don't know how much this would help <laughs> <laughs> for sure no but uh, you see Noam always say he's out but he's always like in the podcast he's, he's started like slow and it's like oh i don't like this and then like he boom yeah he right into it well when the th- thing is when i was doing the seller podcast when Noam was on it was great but when he bailed out and and then they had you know whatever fly by night comic hosted uh it's just, it, 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 it wasn't, is it, you know, it's just like the seller when the one you do from the seller, I, and I'm not trying to say, 
you know, you're smarter. I like you, but there's so much better when you do it because you have a lot of knowledge when it comes to politics. Oh, and, damn. And daily events. Well, is, here's somebody Thank even you. more impressive. This is the senior comics from the comedy cellar. <laughs> That's why we did it early. First of all, I, I want to guys welcome you to No Robert Kelly Production. <laughs> Being here on the show. Did you invite him? I hope you invited him. He gets mad. <laughs> I gave him the wrong link, but I did invite him. <laughs> yes, but, uh, the, real, the real Q is here. <laughs> the legend himself. So, yeah, I no, I, I do because I think that it's very important to document it from because a lot of people are documenting the wrong thing. And I like to have smart people. And by smart people, I mean uh, Colin and Bonnie uh, mm -hmm. to document what's going on actually happening. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but Rich, you, now's you, your chance to tell them about. This is it. This I, is I know it. we got to move past this, but Hatem, you do have a little bit of whatever it is that the comedians have in terms of wanting to be, wanting to perform in a sense, wanting to be in front of the camera. You like, there's nothing to be ashamed of. I'm just Hatem, saying you have that. Ahead, and he's very funny. He's the one that said, and this was right after. 9-11, he told me he was going to L.A. for pilot season. He was going to <laughs> Afghanistan for pilot season. Is this, are we live now? Is this going? Yes, we've been yeah. live. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey Rich. I'm, what? Can you put another hand on that emergency brake and pull it harder next time? <laughs> Whoa, look at that. <laughs> uh, that's crazy. So, uh, so yeah, uh, so uh, I think we, uh, I have six categories, you know, of what happened and we can just go, you pick guys, uh, or the legend will pick one first. Okay. And then why, why would I do that? <laughs> <laughs> See, Hatem, you know what I think about you being a comedian is I don't know if you lack the charisma to really become a legend. <laughs> are you talking to who? Who are you talking to? I'm talking to Hatem. Oh, me? Oh. Yes. Oh, I thought I thought you're talking you're talking to uh, Rich. No, I mean no. I was it was pointed at Rich, but it was, oh, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. Sure no, how come I'm being the joke, aggressive. Yeah, I, I'm not sure how Tom picked up on the joke, but I thought it was a good one, Bonnie. Thank yeah, you. no, it is it is fun, but I I, I never wanted to be <laughs> I never wanted to be a comedian because when I first started, I saw Colin and Geraldo and these guys. I was like, I can never do that. Then I saw Rich and Robert Kelly. <laughs> like, yeah. Maybe I can. It is it is possible. Oh, wow. So a legend, why don't you pick, there's six categories, pick one for us. Um, interesting news, politics, COVID, sports, social media, and making history. Which one you like? Politics first. Politics it is. I knew it because we have, uh, like, I'm very happy that you picked this because uh, we have a very uh, smart person here, uh, red state, blue state. Uh, it was interesting. And Rich, you watch Red State, Blue State, so you can um, maybe join us for this conversation? I'll do, of course. There's nothing I won't talk about or give my opinion on. Oh, that's awesome. Right. <laughs> Are you talk <laughs> Wait, wait. Do I? I like how is that already funny to... Uh, um, I no, body. it's funny that Rich is willing to give his opinion on anything. You said, oh, good. And I, I just, you know, listen, I live with him. So is it good? I don't, don't know. Don't rub it in. Uh, Hatem, you're Sorry, in a real tight ship up. here. Oh uh, yeah. Well, uh, this is this is funnier, you know. Well, well, hold on, Hatem. Bonnie and I. Bonnie was talking in the car about uh, the Republican group that was against Trump. What was it? The Lincoln, uh, Lincoln Project. Project yeah. The Lincoln Project, and how after Biden won, 
a lot of the people on the left said, stop following the Lincoln Project, uh, block them, don't get involved now. Which is the we biggest, used them for what we wanted. Now we can let them go. Which They're is still the Republicans biggest, after all. Which is yeah. the biggest mistake from the left. If you have an outlook, we have out. Turkey's can I just tell of- you something, Colin? Here he goes. He's he's amping up for a ramp. You you, you no. a rant. You can see that. I I had to explain the Lincoln Project in the car on the way home. But yet yeah. he's and he's and he's yeah. and he's not gone. <laughs> he's not looked anything up. But he's well versed enough from that one 10 second conversation to rant. Go yes. ahead, Rich. You have the floor. okay. So the fact that the left has bailed on him and said don't follow. It's like look. Turkey's one of our allies. Turkey isn't the greatest country on the planet. Like Opium comes out of Turkey, whatever. You know, they're, they're at war on and off with Greece, but they're still our ally. If you have an ally, if you're on the left and you have an ally and they're on the right, you don't want to block them and get rid of them because that's not going to bring in other more allies from the right. Well, you- well, well, first of all, we did have Rick Wilson, the creator of the Lincoln Project in this show. Yeah. Uh, you know, so so what they wanted was, you know, um, to get rid of, of Trump. But now they can't go anywhere. The Republicans don't want him. The Democrats don't want him. You well, you heard what happened today, right? The co-founder, I forget his yeah. name, got accused of sexual. Well, uh, that's what I was wondering. I was wondering if they, the New York Times sat on that information until we were kind of in the clear. Oh. Totally possible. To- totally possible. They yeah. All right. So, so January. So the first thing that happened. Um, was all right, you know, storming the Capitol. Yes. Yeah. Wait, who stormed the Capitol? Oh, you didn't know that? I, I had no idea. Well, it definitely uh, wasn't people one been of talking my, about this? Have you been tweeting one. about this? I didn't yeah. know. Wasn't one of my shows, I know that. No. <laughs> but wait. Although the, although the audience did bear a resemblance to some of your crowds, <laughs> it was it's wait, all comedy wait. crowds. You know that? It, it, it reminded <laughs> me of that Opie and Anthony show I saw. <laughs> the virus tour. <laughs> virus tour. It looked. It looked. Oh, it reminded me of when they opened the buffet at the Rio when I was working the comedy cellar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what a bunch of schlubs! All uh, the Q people are exactly what I look out and see every time I do a show. It's like th- that's who fills the comedy. Yeah. So, but hot Tim, what's your question? <laughs> I'm recapping. <laughs> I like that you waited. You said everything that you had, and then you like you forgot what. Oh, my because question. no, no. Here's the thing. You know what? I don't know if people agree or disagree, but I think the left should not bail on people that that work. You know, that they were against Trump. So bailing on them just pisses them off, and the next but- group. Can I say something? We're going recapping the year. That was today's news. Wait till we get up to it. No, they already canceled. There was. Thank you, Colin, for explaining the show. We're recapping from the. (laughs) (laughs) What I know about the Lincoln Project. What I know about the Lincoln Project. Once Biden won, they started bailing. Money. Why did you tell them about the Lincoln Project? I don't know. I had nothing. I ran out of stuff to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. We're talking. From the storm, we're trying to get up to that. We'll get up. Oh, to it. okay, I get it now. And now, now we're going to talk about sports, and Rich will be like, "Well, the Lincoln Project." Well, 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 well no, the uh, about storming yeah. the Capitol. I think, I think, uh, as many people that they can arrest, I think they should arrest them. I think Republicans that are bailing out and still backing Trump uh, after that happened are are cowards and 
whatever. Uh, I've I didn't know anyone at the Capitol. I wanted to like alert the FBI. I just started doing it to people that didn't go. <laughs> the, the, the problem I'm, is this. I, I, it, when you personalize it, anybody, you say, well, yeah, anybody who votes for Trump is an asshole and anybody who excuses. Oh. But when you, when you zoom out and you just examine the essence of what it would take to get behind the, the left side of the country, in terms of you know uh, accepting ideas of co collective guilt and and white fragility and 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 uh, and, and censorship and cancel culture and, and all that and 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 as a business person the idea that business people are bad and and um, all of it it's it's just impossible to get behind and what they've done is that they've taken this bunch of crazy people who stormed the Capitol and they hung that around the neck of half the country who doesn't give a shit about, doesn't want to storm the Capitol. We're not crazy people, of course. but they just can't stand this 1984 direction that we're going in, you know? And, and that's all. It's very, very Absol frustrating. Absolutely. The left is a cult just like the right, but Trump was get Trump. I've, I've, there's a easier Peaceful transfer of power when Ray Ellen is emceeing and you want to get on stage. <laughs> hey, look, I never, I, I never supported Trump. I always knew he was a bad choice. I always thought, I mean, Hatem knows. I never, ever, ever supported him. But I understand why people were sympathetic to him. And, and if I wasn't well off, I'm kind of an elite, right? If I, if I wasn't elite, I, I would, you know, just as a, as oh, a flip side. Babies? Yeah. <laughs> So, um, you know, this guy, John McMortar, John McMortar is this black writer. And your like, children anchor babies. No, they're anchor babies. Yeah, <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> um, you know, this guy, Ibram Kendi, the guy who wrote uh, um, uh, anti race, how to be an anti racist. You guys know, Ibram no, Kendi, like he's like a messiah topic. now. It's like the whole the whole they're trying to reorganize like a five part series on Oprah about him. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're trying to reorganize society on this guy's, you know, deep insights. And um, he came out and tweeted this thing about how John McWhorter, who's a black writer in the Atlantic, is fomenting, tacitly fomenting white supremacy violence. I mean, just total wacky stuff. I shouldn't what be talking about this. What's that? Fomenting? What does that mean? He like, like he's encouraging it. Like he wants to see. I knew what it meant, but I knew Rich oh. didn't. And, um, <laughs> oh, boy. See, see, the way I see and, it. And it's no crazier. I mean, and this is, and this is so crazy. The stuff they believe is so crazy. It's no crazier than than people who support Trump. You're right. Yeah. It, it is a cult. Bonnie, yeah, there's, there's a lot to of be on this podcast been, without been, taking a credit card. Yeah, there's a lot of crazy people uh, believing in crazy stuff. The Holocaust, you know, all, all this <laughs> shit. Like, it's, I don't know. Like, they just. Um, uh, uh, can I say one more thing? And then I'm going to stop. There's a bottom okay. line because I, because I'm really bitter. So the other oh, day, the other day on on hot, I think it was on Hot Tens podcast. They were talking about this uh, Biden signing an order that trans uh, people yeah. should be able to compete in the, in the sport, uh, you know, of, that they identify with. Which we will get to later. Yeah, and I, and I, um, you know, I wonder if that's fair. No. And I, and I spoke about it a little bit. And then I first, my first instinct was, I need to cut this out of the podcast. This is too risky to, to, to be on. And then I thought to myself, it was just like a blink of an eye ago that Barack Obama ran the for the presidency of the United States, not a private individual, for the presidency of the United States, he ran against gay marriage. And this was okay. And now 
a club owner on his private little podcast is so worried about saying, I'm not sure if it's fair to have people who were born as males competing against women in weightlifting or whatever it is, you know? And I'm worried about, you know, getting in big trouble on, on, a, on in a but, public but, but way. But no, no, you, had, you who can, had- Who can live this way? But you had a reason to be against them. And I'm going to say it in this podcast because somebody beat you up in the parking lot that was a trans, remember? She didn't beat me up. Um, no, she was <laughs> no I, I really am bitter. It's, it's and and this is really off-putting that you can't discuss anything. And I, it's well, just... you, you, if you stand, listen, I, you have. It depends what you have to lose and what you're willing and how and how much you're willing to fight against it. Because every there's so many special interest groups, you're basically not allowed to talk about anything because somebody will find something wrong with what yeah. you're saying. I did a podcast nope. last night. And yeah, but tried- some some special interest groups have a lot more power than others. Believe me, if you you can say yes. the word retard, and you know you're, you're going to be safe. Gonna yeah, be safe. you know, uh, manipulating the social media world. So so yeah, just just with the storm in the capital, I think they either should have stormed it or not stormed. It. Like this is like what they did with something in the middle. It's either you do it or you don't. You know. Well, yes. I, people you- that age taking selfies is really unbecoming. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but here, here's the here's the question. They say that Trump, they, they're impeaching Trump, saying that his speech incited the violence, which is coming later. But well, that's not part of the storm. Okay, never mind. Sorry, I get. I get the hint. <laughs> All right, so let's move to the next one. Uh, Impeachment. This, this is the <laughs> Senate uh, passed a bill to make the change the flag. I didn't uh, get the rules of this which, podcast, by the way. I, uh, <laughs> which Nick DiPaolo wonders what's wrong with the old flag? Change <laughs> what flag? Mississippi flag. You don't know that. <laughs> Wait, they want to change this flag that we have now with 50 stars? No, the Mississippi state flag. They have a Confederate Confederate flag in the middle. They're taking it off. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know what? There's things change in life. You know, there's symbols. I mean. You know what I noticed, Rich? You don't have any opinion unless Bonnie tell you what happened. (laughs) No. First of all, take through the thing. That flag you have behind you is fraud. Uh, okay. And I'm surprised you're not sitting with a pillow sack over your head. First of well, all, this okay. is the picture I, when I was applying for my citizenship. Oh. Uh, no, I I don't know. As Look. At, I as, think you're right, Rich. As a Jew, as a Jew. Uh-oh. When people. Oh, you no, don't have to say it. We assume you are already. As when people are racist and they see the symbol of racism. The people that are racist are anti-Semitic. It goes hand in hand. So if somebody, you're saying no, you don't think it goes hand in hand? No, 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 I didn't say that. I say like, I'm just, I'm just so admiring whoever invented the anti-Semitic term. It's so good. It it flows so much better. Uh, (laughs) You know, and if I, if I know, listen. Who do you think invented it? (laughs) Huh? (laughs) <laughs> many many probably i don't know maybe it was the same ber- person that invented the jewish laser beam that's coming out of the sky <laughs> oh. you know? that's number six yeah. wait for it <laughs> yeah because I, I yeah why wouldn't why would we not aim that towards lebanon or 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 wherever only california fires and that's lebanon. a congresswoman <laughs> that's a congresswoman Along with Ilhan Omar or the oh, other one, you have to mention. All right, next. Is, is, wait, wait. I don't understand. Is there is there a controversy about them changing the flag? 
Oh, well, I, a lot of people are not happy with it. Yeah. What's their reason for not wanting to change it? Well, ask Nick DiPaolo. That's what I said. I don't know what's the reason. <laughs> no, I, th I think that people say, you know, the some some people are well, Trump supporters are not happy with it. They said this is a, a starting of uh, cancer culture again. Uh, I mean, I, I think there's something interesting that goes on there because I, I think they absolutely should change the flag. It's I think it's very yeah. uh, distasteful to have a Confederate symbol on a state flag that's supposed to represent all the people. But there is something that is real because I've spoken to enough um, people and I've read, uh, for instance, Jim Webb, who was a Democrat, um, Democratic Southern s Senator, and they really do feel and, and came to feel that this Confederate symbol stood for their Southern culture, which flawed as it is because it was based on slavery, it also was a real thing, you know, and this is, in other words, the Nazi symbol only stood for the Nazi, Nazi ideology, it wasn't the German flag, but the Old South did, is a real thing. And this really was their symbol, like the Dukes of Hazard didn't fly the Confederate uh, symbol because they were trying to glorify slavery. So what they've done, and I think this is where they've gone wrong, is that they put people in the position where by taking it down, they have to kind of admit, yeah, you're right, I'm a racist, I'll take it down. Rather than saying to people, listen, I'm not saying that you're racist, but you understand how this makes us feel? We were slaves and this is a symbol of that. And I think if you approach it that way, most, most decent people say, okay, yeah, I get it, I'll take it down. But what they've done is they've made it such a culture issue. There's such a, there's such a um, vindictive, I don't know what the word is, like get evenness to it that I sense that a lot of people just dig in because they feel like if they take it down, they're admitting that they're racist and right. they don't want to admit that they're racist. So they dig in and say, no, no, hell, fuck you. I'm not taking it down. What do you think, Colin? Well, well when I went to college, Stony Brook University, two years. All right. Um, We're so proud of you. Southern rock craze, Leonard Skinner, the outlaws. So we all had these giant Confederate legs. <laughs> In the dorms, oh, yeah. I just imagine now the black people if they think they're pissed, then imagine seeing a bunch of northern guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they probably wanted to. They probably want to walk down the halls. They wanted to kill us. Even if black you guys had, on my hall too. Even but, if, um, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I think. I mean, I do understand what it is. You know, if it's hateful and everything else, but you have to admit it's kind of a cool, badass-looking flag. We <laughs> <laughs> admit that. Yeah, but it's cool looking. We, we yeah. all agree. We all agree. They should change it, right? Yeah, they should change it. But it would well, be funny if they change something even worse. You know, well, even, <laughs> how ten, even if you hang the American flag now, people think you're a Trump support. Like when I hung my American flag, yeah. I had to put a rainbow flag next to it to neutralize it. And they don't go together, <laughs> do they, Colin? <laughs> uh, all right, next next one this one i, I think uh, Colin's gonna enjoy really uh iraq issues an arrest warrant for the u.s president donald trump uh accusing him of um uh premeditate the premeditate murder uh for the his role in soleimani so uh, iraq yeah the issue the issue of what but i'm so proud that they start issuing warrants not fatwas anymore you know that this is actually this is like a step towards freedom I but can we do this? Not when it comes we... to Trump. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you think that, you know, international law should apply to um, our presidents? Uh, by our, well, I mean, American. But I mean, Trump, they should love Trump. 
actually, because Trump turned Christians into Muslims. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I got to carry my son back upstairs. And I'll come right back. Okay, take your time. <laughs> my team's on fire. <laughs> it's Hatem. I know you for 25 years. I know, but I like Hatem. It's got a better ring to it. Hi, Manny. Benny. Huh? That's Ben. Oh, sorry. I didn't see it. Oh, yeah, wow. you've known so him for. Oh. Um, uh, all right. Uh, what else uh, we have? Um, the How second impeachment of Trump. Trump. What about it? Yeah, what do you guys think? He's the second, uh, you know, should he be impeached or not? Yes. Yes. Is that going to move the country? Is going to make it like still divided more? Like, should we just move on? Well, here's the thing if you impeach him, he can't run again. And we don't have to support him after, you know, uh, all the. I don't listen. It doesn't matter because half the Republicans are. You know, I kind of see why the Republicans act the way they act. And I'll tell you why about not backing the impeachment. I kind of see it. Last night I was doing a podcast. And they pinned me saying, is Anthony from Opie and Anthony a racist? And I, I go, look, I don't know him like that. But they wanted me to say yes or no. And they're pinning me against Who, somebody. I this? On Keith and the girl last night, they're going, well, Anthony has said this or that. So they want me to say he's a racist or he's not a racist. Like if you ask me if Bobby, Colin, Norton, Bonnie, I could go. No, they're not. I know them like that. I don't know what Anthony does as, as uh, you know, what, which is uh, for... Let's get to the point, though. Well, so the point is <laughs> a lot of Republicans <laughs> a lot of Republicans don't want to be put in a position. They don't want to be put in a position where you're pinning them to go against... Who, who is uh, this? The Republicans? Yeah, yeah, a lot oh, of the Republicans. Oh, for the impeachment. I forgot even what we were talking about. Well, but, yeah. But, yeah, but isn't isn't just... Go ahead, Kong. Trump, here's what I have say about Trump. He's the white Farrakhan. You know what I mean? He's not acceptable. Farrakhan's not acceptable in society, but a lot of people vibe with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. But as far as, as far as being, I mean... Impeaching it's fine as long as it doesn't waste a year doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean nobody, nobody can take him seriously. He's obviously, uh, you know, just well, isn't it, isn't it better to have him out off the news and just move on? Because I agree, he's I gonna feel, get more support. I think most people feel much better not seeing him this past few weeks. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? But five, that being said, yeah. His five no, lawyers. When I watch those 2020s where somebody commits a crime and then, you know, they find him like 20 years later and they've like got a new wife and a new family and they're like seem like normal, productive people in society. There's something in me that always goes, oh, let them go. Like, who cares? Like, I'm sure they felt guilty. Right. But that's really not the way it's supposed to work. Like, people are supposed to pay the price of the fucking shit that they do. The little guy has to. So sure. the guy at the top. John List, the guy who lived in the town next to me, was number one on the FBI list, and they caught him 30 years later. That's right. Thank you for adding that, Rich, because I think this conversation needed it. Listen um, to me. <laughs> First of all, I don't even know why you, you have an opinion. You're from Canada. Your head about the, you know, this is like. I was, I was agreeing with you. All right. So, so this, next, uh, here is the uh, the first decisions that Biden did, uh, <laughs> rejoining the Paris uh, Agreement. Uh, the 
transgender thing that Norm was talking about as well. Mm -hmm. If you guys want to talk about it, he repealed the travel bans, you know, uh, and, um, you know, stopped the funding for the Mexico-US border, which I think it's a mistake. What do you guys think? What do you mean he stopped the funding for the wall? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You think that's a mistake? You think he should continue building the wall? We don't want people coming to our country. Uh -huh. all, a travel ban. <laughs> a travel ban doesn't work unless you stop. Unless Canada has the same travel ban, because how hard is it to fly into Canada and then Canada to here? Yeah, but you have to be in Canada. A lot of people are not willing to take that sacrifice. Immigration when you're in Canada to, to America, Rich. What's that? There's still customs and immigration from Canada to America. Barely. What about, what about the, the transgender uh, thing that we were talking about earlier? You guys I don't think they should fly. <laughs> <laughs> should, Bonnie, what do you think? Should, should they compete? You have, your, your daughter is, is uh, in sports, right? What's that? Your daughter plays, uh, what was Nothing. Play something, no? Nothing. Oh, I tried to play and make her play soccer. She's a little kid. I remember Long that. time ago. She did. Yeah. And no, that was my other daughters. That was my older daughter. No, the little one. Oh, you wanted her to play. Yeah, and you said no. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> said no. I Do you guys realize Hatem is like a great, amazing soccer player? Does everyone know that? No, I, didn't, I had no idea. And I'll tell you something else. He's a great coach. Oh, That's well. number one. Yeah. I heard he's also he's good at cricket. Put Raina into sports. <laughs> watched her run a couple times, and we both said, no, that's not. Uh, Athletics uh, is not for her. So so if, <laughs> she, if she was competing, what would Hatem was... <laughs> Go ahead, Colin. As long as you're talking about me, go ahead. Hatem had the stadium cheering for him once in the Middle East. Sure. Get and out of here. After the beheading, they cheered him again. <laughs> Whoa. Look at that. At least I'm trying, boys. I'm doing the heavy lifting here. I'm yeah. throwing out one line that's left and right. Yeah, but I, I, if I say something like that, I get attacked by... George Stephanopoulos. I'm here trying to fucking roll. Yeah, well, you're killing it. This is the best set you've had on Zoom in a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this one, this one is, is going to be really, really good for you guys, especially Vas. I see you saying something here. President Mohammed Abbas announced the presidential election will take place in July for the first time in Palestine since 2006. There's, listen, that's it's a 15 year term. That's fine with me. Whatever, if they want, there's nothing wrong with Palestine sticking with Palestine and, and doing whatever they can for their, their people. You know, it's, it's, everybody, what's that? He says, he says that he, while he's starting up the bulldozer. No, no. <laughs> listen, everybody would love to see peace wherever they can. Get a stroke. What's that? <laughs> what'd you say? Hold on, Bonnie. Let him. Oh, I thought you had a stroke. Okay. No, I, you know, so listen, would you rather see peace? Of course you would. But when you're a country surrounded, that's no bigger than New Jersey, surrounded by enemies, they have to do what they have to do to survive. When the United Nations is, is anti-Israel, when uh, certain groups in this country is anti-Israel, you know, it's not just Palestine, they're surrounded by enemies everywhere. Oh, it's New Jersey, by the way. <laughs> so I, I think Israel has to do what they have to do to survive because the anti-Semitism But, but, but that, the question was about Palestine, not Israel <laughs> I said if it's fine, if it helps Palestine, yes 
If how is that not having election for 16 years help Palestine? How's it not helped them? I don't know their Palestine politics. If they haven't had election for 16 years, maybe they couldn't find somebody good enough to run. I don't know. But stop that, us. What's that? <laughs> but, stop us. but why? It wouldn't hurt Palestine to do it now. You know, especially if it was somebody like, you know, if it wasn't like Arafat, if it was somebody that wanted peace and they and they came together and sat down. I, I heard Mohammed Trump is going to run for Palestine. Uh, Noam, what do you think in that? Mohammed Trump. Uh, uh, Noam, what do you take on that? On on what? On the elections in Palestine? Yeah, no, 16 no. years. Is that better for Israel or not? <laughs> I, 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 I mean, forgive me, but I don't think there's any chance there's going to be a fair election, is there? I don't know. I mean, are they going to let? Are they, is he going to have someone opposing him who's going to be able to place ads and say whatever he wants and not worry that after the election he's going to get wind up in prison or something? We should hope so. I don't know, but maybe the the UN should, uh, you know, um, watch the election. I don't know. I mean, I would. Uh, I mean, oh, listen. Let's put it this way. Um, I always, I'm always told that the Palestinian people want peace, right? Yep. So, is there going to be a a, can, a peace party candidate who's going to run who wants you know to um re restart from the you know the Barack offer at Camp David or whatever it is? Well, I don't know what, what, how do you find, like you said, Palestinian one piece. What does that mean to you? Because what it means to you is different than what it means to them. It means a chicken in every pot and a rock in every hand. There you go. Colin for president. Colin for president. Uh, Noam is saying what I said basically. If it's somebody that wants to go come to yeah, the table, only he said and it in 30 talk. seconds. I mean, they're yep. a stone's yeah. throw away from each other. I don't know why they have to have this problem. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next one is <laughs> five for five. <laughs> Georgia representative uh, introduced six article to impeach Biden. Wait, Hatem, just just Hatem, just one yeah. question: Is there a way to post a link on this? Because I, I went back to my emails. I just want to tell everybody going back to what we talked about the Confederate flag. There's a really really good essay. Uh, you could find it by uh, googling um, "My Son, This Is What It Means to Be Southern." It's I a, read that. It's a that's a Charlie Daniels song too, isn't it? Is it? I don't know. I'm joke? being funny. Oh, uh, no, sorry. it's not. It could have been. <laughs> <Good question. laughs> um, and uh, there's, there's this really beautiful essay that this, I can't remember if it's a mother or a father, I think it was a mother, wrote to her sons about the, the paradoxical um, dilemma of being a Southerner who takes pride in their Southern heritage, but also has to come to grips with the atrocities that were, that were committed in the South. And it, it really, it's a really interesting essay. And anybody who's interested in this topic, I'm going to put it up. I'm going to put it up. I'm going to put it up here in the chat for you guys. Although I know only Colin will probably read it, but I'll, I'll put it. Up. Read it. <laughs> but I'm going to assume the best about everybody, but, but I would at home, Google my son. This is what it means to be Southern. It's a really um, good essay. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm Go sure ahead. they get on it right away. Um, <laughs> I mean, I've never seen me, that side of Hatem before. No, he, under, he underestimates the audience, uh, and I don't. So no, it's not true. don't try to turn them on me. It's not true. It's a new Hatem, what's your opinion on Palestine having somebody run for president? What do you think his opinion is? <laughs> no, I mean, and why? What's his opinion? No, I think I think I always said that that Israel. If they really want a peace, you know, they need to make sure that to get rid of Hamas, the people in charge of the Palestinians are, you know, corrupt. They don't want peace. They just want the money. 
they should take them off like al-Qaeda, like ISIS, take them off and have the people have free election and then have people that represent the Palestinians for real. You know, uh, go ahead, Colin. You better Hit me. this part out. You're going to be in deep trouble. Yeah, I know. I know. But uh, listen, I give him my address. I live with Rich Voss right now. You better, you better go, go home. Ahead. You better go Somebody home. Somebody I want to bang. You better go home through Greece and not Jordan from now on. I'm warning you. <laughs> uh, all I right, so next one. What do you think, you guys? Uh, they're trying to impeach Biden already. Well, who is? Who is, is, is Kamala, be just Kamala Harris? <laughs> <laughs> As she she's should. Watching, she, she's watching him. I know. She has him on her Fitbit. Uh, that okay, was a good so, one. Oh. Uh, Oh, good. It's I was talking, so I didn't hear. I said she has him on her Fitbit. Oh, good one. That's a good one, right? Because <laughs> you can see his heart stuff and everything. I don't want to explain it. Yeah, you don't have to explain it, but yeah, it's it's funny. Um, all right, so well, the next one, uh, Trump announced that he had uh, he created a former president office. A what? <laughs> what? You didn't hear that? No, Florida. Trump created a former president of the United States office. Oh, really? I hope he put bars on the front of it. <laughs> yeah, he did. Which is funny because he was making fun of Biden when he did the president-elect office. And uh, th this, you see, everybody's making fun of the other and they did exactly the same thing. Wait, do, you, do you think, I got a question. Sure. Do you think it was classless that he didn't go to the inauguration? Do you think it of was- Of course. Yeah, you know it's it's funny because that was the first point is became the first outgoing president to Second. refuse since 1869. Yeah. Two in history, him and the other guy. Yeah, Andrew Johnson. Yeah, I mean Pence went, which gave me a little more respect for him. Wait a minute, didn't Andrew Johnson die after a year and all? Oh, he got impeached. Um, uh, no, he did not attend Grant's inauguration in 1869. That's I wouldn't attend either. I wouldn't. Grant? That's that alcoholic didn't deserve. He didn't. He was enabling an alcoholic if he showed up. Yeah, I like. I like that you guys getting your Grant? U.S. history from me. <laughs> yes. Don't take my words for granted. Exactly. We're next. You're going to show us a map of the Middle East without Israel on. <laughs> right here behind. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, Rich. I think. I think it's class, classless that Trump did not go. You know, he should have. You know, first of all, he would have said. He would have seen himself that the, the crowd in the inauguration of Biden was much less than Trump. And he would <laughs> and be very happy. By, uh, Obama went to Trump's. Yeah. And, and you know, uh, it's just, it's, you know, whatever his, uh, I don't want to get into it, but whatever policies he did that were good for the country, it's the way he carried himself is what ruined him. Yeah. And I like how you ask questions. Like, I really don't want to get into it. <laughs> I, th I think that he, he didn't go for it was the reasons he didn't go were classless, but I think it was uh, um, if he had class, he might also have decided not to go given the situation that it ha just happened. So it's weird. Stop the steal. Stop the yeah. steal. Yeah. True. If he had class and, and he was like, oh, my God, these people have you know, stormed the Capitol and I'm just going to be a big distraction there. And I don't want to I don't want to disrupt from this proud moment. That would be but that clearly that's not the reason he didn't do it. Yeah. Did it for the I can't class. imagine. I can't imagine him ever thinking I'm going to be a distraction. Yeah. <laughs> and he decided not to go before the people stormed. Did he? Oh, I didn't know that. But I'm sure yeah, Biden you know, was happy. Yeah, he said it a long time. But you know, one of the one of the uh, 
the things that you can notice that it's past Trump time, like we don't have Trump anymore. That Bernie Sanders uh, memes that, you know, kept yeah. going for days, that would never happen if President Trump was in. Because every day you have something new. Like you would just forget what happened right. the next day, you know? It wouldn't be silly with Trump in. <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, Do you uh, think he's really sane? Do you think Trump is sane? No. Mm -mm. I think he's mentally ill, truly. I, I think oh. he honestly can't, he, he, like the things that we go, what are you talking about? Like he really doesn't believe, like he really believes that he won the election, I think. So let me ask you this, guys, which comedian that you know or we know that you think have the same personality as Trump? Everyone. I know. Yeah, well, I, I, <laughs> every I, I, man in America, I can see. <laughs> no, Excuse I, me, all the female comedians too. <laughs> yes. I have heard people say that like it's very Trumpy the way she said that. Or <laughs> I, I, I always thought it's ironic. Like, is he really mentally ill? Because you know, liberals get very mad if you're hateful towards someone who's mentally ill. You're supposed to be understanding of the mentally ill. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, have, I have a good one. The next one is a good one. Uh, the man of the people, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, became the first Israeli to get both. Those of the uh, Pfizer vaccine. Only, He's the I last man to jump the ship. I like him. Okay. Wait, he got both the vaccines? The He's only Israeli that got it. Because he is the last one to bend the ship. He's, he's, he's a good man. <laughs> Wait, he's the only one in the, in the country or in the world, you're saying? Or in, in Israel. Israel? In Israel. Yeah, well, it's got to start somewhere. <laughs> is that I'm, I'm sure here... No, I'm, I'm pretty sure you got the vaccine. You had some connection. Like somebody want to do stage time that's a doctor or something. <laughs> no, I, don't, I haven't gotten the vaccine. Oh, really? No. Did you see I, the two uh, rich billionaires that uh, flew to Canada, actually, to get the vaccine yeah. and they got arrested? They got arrested for it. Yeah. Oh. I, I don't know their names, but yeah. Well, it wasn't anybody we know because the word billionaire was involved. Why would, you have to go to, why would you have to go to Canada to get a vaccine? I don't understand. I yeah, guess they had connected to get all your meds. You don't know that. <laughs> Where do you see that Netanyahu got two doses, two, two shots? Not Al Jazeera. I know you're <laughs> not Al Jazeera. Guess what? It's There's being something called Google. It's it's being. Yeah. Oh yeah, I see here. Yeah. <laughs> well, admit that you found it, Noam. Please. I I did find it. Somebody, Noam. Somebody whispered it to him during the morning prayer yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> In in the morning briefing, <laughs> what? That's uh, not that's that's a, that's I can't believe he did such a thing. What a terrible thing to do! Ah, thank you. All right, I have a next one. Wait, what, why is it terrible to get two? If you're in, in, please, it's power that he's he's the leader. He's the leader well, of a country. If every, I guarantee, there's first of all, it's kind of like the world that have two already. It's, it's kind of like the uh, hiring the judge. The election is coming soon. He shouldn't have the vaccine. You know, it's a couple of months. Wait, let's see who's going to win. And then get you, the vaccine. Huh? Right? How, how oh. many people at Pfizer you think have both of the vaccines? No, no, I'm sorry. Hatem, I don't see what Hatem said. He was the only one who got it. No, I think he's just on the regular cycle. of. I didn't say days. he's the only one. I said he's the first Israeli. I doesn't say that either. Uh, um, I'll I'll put the link down there with that's oh with here this. it is Al Jazeera. I don't know if yeah. I can trust anything. That Wikipedia, look at Wikipedia. Uh, all right, next one is also about wait Israel. wait Hatim. If Biden got two of them, would you be would you say anything? Would you be upset if he got two of them? I or wouldn't, but Kamala would. <laughs> no, do you see what I'm saying? I it, it's not. I don't think that's an issue at all. <laughs> the guy who's running a political I don't I don't think Biden doesn't know how to say Kamala. <laughs> 
it's, it's only an issue of he. I don't, I don't he, even he know her real. Is it Kamala or is Kamala? What is it? I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't think that the the leader should be the first to get. He's bold. not the first. I can't find it anywhere. I'll send it to you, Noam. Send it to awesome. me right now because we have a, we have we have to correct it for our listeners. Fine. Right, Anybody can go to Wikipedia and find it. Well, the set, the weird thing was, I saw that story. The second one was second Israeli was Modi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I cannot wait to screenshot this and send it to Modi as a Colin and friends without Modi. <laughs> Hold on, Bonnie had something to say. You he took it in the off. butt. Thank yeah. you, my darling. I'm saying that he might have done it just because there's a lot of people who are scared of the vaccine, and he might have done it in a way of like, hey, I'm taking the vaccine. It's safe. Everyone can take it. But should he take both at this? I'd be the first one in Israel to get it. No, of course yes. he shouldn't. Um, okay, You're saying so, no, no, no. It's, it's Who should be good, the first? It's Who not a good be? look. It's not a good look. That's a hundred percent crazy. What um, if he took it at the Dome of the Rock? <laughs> <laughs> if if I can, if also, I can get vaccine, if I can get vaccines for the comedy seller, do you think I would take it before Esty? Of course not. I wouldn't. No, of course not, because she's older than you. Uh, no, no, who's the first comedian you, would give, you had if you had vaccines? Who's, who's the first comedian you would give it to? Um, I would give it to Colin. <laughs> oh. First uh, or the only? Huh? Oh, for the first Colin, yeah. I, I don't know who else. I would, give it to, I would give it to Jim David and watch him spit it out on the table. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a cum joke? I don't get it. No, he just... Um, <laughs> I'm only kidding. I don't want him to get mad when he hears this. It's just uh, a, right, is, this a guy who, is this yeah. could be like drools or something? Is this like drool on drool, drool crime? What is that thing? <laughs> 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 the guy who's constantly being accused of it is like, I have, I can finally be on top here on this one. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. All right, next one is also uh, Israeli related. I don't make the news, people. I just read it. <laughs> Uh, it says Israel, <laughs> Israel opens an embassy in Abu Dhabi four months after signing the agreement, while the United Arab Emirates still approving the establishment uh, of an embassy in Tel Aviv. And that remind me of Colin's joke in the States, like how fast Israeli want to do paperwork, like they're done with the paperwork like so quickly. So, wow. yeah. What do you guys think of the normalization in the Middle East and all that shit? No idea what you're talking about. So I'll sit this one out. <laughs> Colin? But Abu Dhabi is not really the Middle East when you think about it, right? Yeah, no, no, you're right. But I, I mean, mean there's also Sudan the, and... What's that? There's also Sudan and Egypt and Saudi Arabia and... Bahrain. Yeah, I mean, you know, Abu Dhabi's like the rich cousin. They don't want to be involved in any of this stuff, you know. They're... Are you for it, Norm? Normalization in the Middle East? Yeah. Of course I'm for it. Who, who would be against it? But do you trust it? Are you saying, do I trust Arabs? I didn't know how to say Arabs, but that way, fine. It sounds like what you asked me. Two, two sides to it. There's Israeli and Arabs. Why yeah, actually, did you choose Arabs? I don't get it. I hope that didn't sound right. Yeah, I trust it. Yeah, I trust it. You don't trust it? Me? Yeah. No. What do you mean you don't trust it? I think that normalization will only be a government uh, level, but not people level. Yeah, it's money. It's money. Why do you think these countries, it's technology and money? Yeah. You know, it's not... I, it's a start. It's definitely a start, but it's about the reason it's starting is about money. That's all. So who knows how it trickles down and if it does to the people, but you have to start somewhere. It's not going to be, you know, well, I, I think, I think it's not money. I think it's 
Hatem, you know better than anybody, but I think it has a lot to do with Iran. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, it's all about Iran, yeah. So I trust it in the sense that nations do what's in their interests always, and, and I trust it that this is, they actually view this as in their interest. And if Iran is no longer a threat, will they come apart? I don't think so. I think if they get used to being peaceful and, and start uh, uh, ties that bind economically and otherwise, I don't think that anybody will see it in their interest to upset the apple cart at that point. But it's in Dubai? The, the embassy? No, Abu Dhabi. Uh, I get a, Dubai. a lot of my information I get from Madam Secretary. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's really a smart show because you learn a lot about politics what goes <laughs> on behind the scenes. Uh, all right, uh, here's the next one. Um, federal government execute Lisa Mary Montgomery. So she's the first female to be federally executed since 1953. Yay! Females <laughs> are making history. But wait oh, a what? minute. Wasn't Aileen Warnos executed? Who? Eileen the one they made the movie Monster about. Oh, that's a good point. No, but she wasn't executed. She just, she it was delayed and she was executed at the end of uh, January. There's a no, federal no, execution and state executions too. I don't know what we're talking about. Who, this who is the first federal execution. First federal execution. Yeah, since nineteen since uh, yeah nineteen fifty. Okay, got it. What did she do? Who is it? Uh, she killed someone. Uh, her name is Lisa Marie Montgomery. Oh, I. I don't know. I, like like Rich said, you know, it's funny that you said that, but it's actually true. We get our information from Netflix documentaries and stuff like this. So until there's a documentary, we're not going to find out who she is, really. That's right. Well, yeah. uh, who's, 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 I'm against the death penalty. Who, who, is in, who supports the death penalty here? Oh, uh, I do, if it's beyond any reason, reasonable doubt. If it's, like, <laughs> why do you say that like you invented? No fucking it up, Brett. Yeah. What's that? I said, but he says it like reason. he came up with the expression. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but that's, that's why. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> That's why I listen. Zero doubt. Zero doubt. Okay. <laughs> it, yeah. I listen to Dateline all the time about these murders. So ho hold on. Noam, you're against the death penalty? Yeah, I've always been. Even even Hitler? Ooh. Um, well. The Hitler card. No, everybody but Hitler. Everybody but uh. Hitler. <laughs> I mean, listen. You can break, you can you can break any almost any scenario by comparing it to Hitler. But the fact is that that um, they execute a lot of innocent people. I mean, yes. the Innocence Project has taught us that uh, a lot of innocent people have been executed, and it's just not worth it. I don't I, I don't see why we would take that chance. Fucking Hitler. Um, all right, speaking of Iran, also Twitter suspended uh, the link to the Supreme Leader Ali Khomeini. And um, fun fact, who follows Hali Khomeini on Twitter? I, I'm guessing it's I, you. I, uh, Colin. Oh, Colin. Myself. I, I don't, but I follow Hood. <laughs> <laughs> but here's why. Tim turned me on to him. But why did he wasn't saying any bad things. He's like, God is good. Everything's, but he had a positive spin. It's true. I told, I told Colin one day, it's like, I went to, uh, I went to follow to see Khomeini and it says none of your friends follow Khomeini. I was like, I got offended as I don't have real friends. <laughs> I told Colin and he followed them. Um, but uh, yeah, so they said they suspended him because he threatened to assassinate uh, U.S. President uh, Donald Trump for, for his role in Osama, uh, Soleimani. But, um, but the reason they really 
suspended him was because when they suspended Trump, a lot of people pointed out, really, you're suspending Trump, but you didn't suspend Khomeini? So then they, yeah. I think they put pressure on them to do the same thing. Yeah. But I can think of other people also on Twitter should be. Trump is so toxic, he ruined Khomeini's uh, social media presence. <laughs> you know, I found out he had an Instagram, Instagram right? too. What's that? Khomeini have an Instagram as well? He does? Yeah. That's it's great. crazy. I, I don't want to see it. I didn't open it, you know? Yeah. But maybe you guys can experiment. Did anybody here have a have a, a parlor account or had ever been on parlor? <laughs> no. Except you, you mean? No. I never, I'd never been. I, I was going to check it out because I was curious. Uh, after the after after big tech canceled Nick DiPaolo and I couldn't find him anywhere else, I was ready to go. <laughs> I was ready to go. But um, no, no, he left Twitter. He left I Twitter. To him. Oh, all right. But, oh, did uh, I I never got to it. But now apparently uh, somebody was fired because they had a Parlor account. Not even for something they they I don't know what you call the tweet on Parlor. What they posted on Parlor. Being part of the platform. Just yeah. just for being on the platform, somebody got fired. That's ridiculous. They, 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 there's a lawsuit right there. It's crazy. It's crazy. That's ridiculous. But parlor's not anywhere. Like, they're not allowed to even exist, right? They're yeah. trying to find servers now. They, I guess they'll find servers. Parlor seems like a gay site. Sounds- no, I mean, you do have, a, have a, the comedy yeah. seller, so you can have backslash parlor if you want. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this whole big tech censorship is really a, a, a difficult issue to to figure out. I mean, there, there, there is a lot of bad shit that happens on social media, but censorship is is worse. I, I, who knows? Who knows? I don't know. I know. But here's the thing is like, is it this is the problem because it feels like censorship because it's these big platforms that everybody is on, but they're personally owned. So, you know, they're, they're not your um uh, you know, employers. So it's like, it, th- 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 that's the loophole that people are saying like, no, they're allowed to do whatever they want. So like you, you, you can deny service to anybody and you're, you know, the problem is, isn't the problem is not the people that posting, but the people that liking and following, you know, like if you post one thing and there's 57 million people agreeing on it, like that's, that's a problem, right? It is unless it's 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 only a problem if they're believing lies. If the th- the the problem is is that we don't ever really know which things are lies and which things are truth. So the exact same thing that happened when they took Donald Trump off for telling lies could be somebody who was telling the truth that they said is telling lies. So, like, I, I think that the argument that is these are private actors and they can do what they want kind of broke once they took parlor down because at some point when all these big tech companies lock arms and see to it that somebody disappears from the public sphere then they've um you can make an analogy to 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 laws of monopolies or you can even make an analogy to um civil rights laws which made it illegal to discriminate in your personal business about who you were going to serve but there at some point uh, the, the, the argument was, well, if you don't like Twitter, you know, and they, and they ban you, well, then just go to the other platform. But then when the other platforms get shut down, that argument becomes very hollow. Um, and especially when we when we know, listen, everybody, if if Twitter was owned by a Trump supporter and he started throwing, you know, um, yes. critical race theory hate off of there, everybody would see it exactly or BLM, you know, some like really vehement, ugly BLM post that was considered in a righteous cause, but was, you know, over the line, which uh, certainly some of them were. 
or that that uh -huh. um, encouraged looting or something like, or whatever it is. And then they threw the guy right off his account rather than simply uh, censor that particular tweet. Then the left would be screaming censorship. Of course they would. And they'd be right, you know, but. But, but isn't it isn't it the same thing? Like people should realize that they are being controlled, just like the Robin, Robin Hood uh, app thing. You know, when people start making money, they cancel, you know. So the people that are controlling everything are like, are like not, not, it's not for regular people. It's not for, for the mob, you know. Yeah, um, but also too, Twitter's on the stock exchange, isn't it? So if people are so against it, they could just pull their money out. And when Twitter sees they're losing money, then they'll, you know, if it's not hurting them financially. I'm sure that, Trump was making them money. Yep. I'm sure Trump being on the platform was... You know, you know, how, any kind you know, of can, can I say something, Hatem? Because I, I think it's I think it's a deeper issue than this. I think that what's going on here, what worries me is that it's like termites and it's rotting the structure of our faith in free speech. So that at the point where we think it's essential for Twitter and Facebook to take stronger action and get rid and then these things go underground and, and then we find out, well, we you know it's like whack-a-mole, but they're still there. Now they're on Telegram and we and at some point, inevitably, we're going to say, well, you know what? The government needs to do something about this. We need the government to step in and just stop this kind of speech once and for all. That's the natural way this is going, rather than embracing the norm of, listen, we know from 100 years of history that censorship is wrong. And let's give this some time as a free people. We're going to learn to compensate for this. We're going to learn from our mistakes 20 years from now. Our kids will, will learn about how to handle all this freedom and, and we'll be okay. So I'm really worried, not just about Twitter and Facebook, I'm really worried about 10 years from now having to defend the First Amendment from being rewritten, drastically rewritten. And as far as Bonnie's things about truths and untruths, I mean, how many things that they say about Trump turned out to be completely untrue? During the last debate, I said, this is a great point. During the last debate, Trump said, we're going to have a vaccine by, uh, by inauguration day or something like that. And NBC and NPR, and I think the Times, they fact-checked him as lying. They said he was lying when he said there'd be a vaccine. And of course, it, it, he was absolutely telling the truth. Now imagine they, they, they censored that. They also, said he was, they also said, for instance, that this Hunter Biden story, which I don't think was any reason not to vote for Joe Biden, but the fact is it was true. The story was true. And they said it was Russian disinformation. They told every, every, and they, and they banned the New York Post from Twitter. So they don't know what's lies and what aren't lies. And they're, and they're going to, they're going to find lies. But money's the, they're right. going to find lies when it comes out of the mouths of people they oppose. And they're going to give ultra benefit of the doubt and, and allow lies when it comes out of the, the people they support. So it's very dangerous. Good. Sorry. Uh, no, I said Bonnie. Bonnie's absolutely right. Uh, Trump had 83 million supporters, followers in Twitter, and um, you know Biden has six right now, <laughs> and that's after winning. You know, um, so let me. Uh, I have Rachel uh, and a couple of people in the waiting room as well. Oh, uh, if you guys, if you, if you guys, what you are very welcome to stay as long as you want. We really would love to have you if you want. Wait, who else do you have besides? Yeah. Colin cool. Quinn, thank you for being the smartest one here. And no, sorry about it. Thanks. <laughs> and Rich. Poor Colin. He gets sucked into these things. He doesn't know how to say no. What do you mean? I was on fire today. <laughs> he, he was, what, what are you talking about? If it wasn't for him and, and Bonnie and Rich, you know, he would have been. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Hey, guys. Thank you. Do you want to stay Colin. longer, Rich? 
No, I got to go uh, plow my driveway. <laughs> I call Bonnie my driveway now. Got you. No, but thank you. And I thought I thought I was pretty much on point on a lot of stuff. You yeah, are. Did, did, you, did, didn't, didn't you enjoy not having Robert Kelly around? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Rachel is here. Yamanika and Dennis. Yeah, Yamanika. Hey guys. I haven't seen you a long time, Yamanika. I know it's been a long time. I love your background. Oh, thank you. That's uh, that's for Hatem's uh, Live in America, Live from America. I get a flag. It's like a scratched up, corroded American flag. Take it, take <laughs> it as as you as you want. Okay. I, I always, I always wonder, is that, is that uh, when you have the the flag in black and white, is that a, some kind of insult or, or something or no, or, or a statement against the flag or no? I hope not. I, okay. I just think it's a cool background. I found it on your today. I mean, you're doing a show called Live from America. I, I like the look of a black and white background with a color picture. Yeah, um, I think it's way I, better, than, way better than yours. Yeah, actually, it is. <laughs> <laughs> So what's happening, Yamanika? We'll, we'll be waiting on. Uh, Where's uh -huh. Danny Cohen? I see his name. And Rachel. Yeah, but I, okay. So Yamanika, how are you? I'm good. What are, are you, you up to? I was just at the club last week. My club? Yeah. It's closed. Oh, you don't know this? Oh, you did the, the men comedy thing? <laughs> ah. How was that? How was that? It was so much fun. It Rachel! Was Hi, what you, uh, why'd you mute Yamanika? Because I was spilling too much beans. Uh, <laughs> I didn't. No, no, I, I thought, I didn't realize, because for the, for the listeners, there's this um, uh, company called Mint Comedy that took the Village Underground and they did a live comedy show with comedy solo comedians, but that wasn't my show, so I didn't. I didn't. Uh, Rachel, if you can hear me, you're muted. I tried to unmute you. Oh, there you go. Okay. Oh, hi. Sorry. Hi, guys. Let me fix hi. my Hey, Rach. Maybe I should get a background, too. <laughs> well, it's just because my room is so rancid. This room is so messy. I was like, I have to cover this up with a fun-loving space scene because otherwise you guys are just going to think I'm a gangrenous pig. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, we were talking. We, we're trying to recap, you know, what happened in January. We were talking that's about cute. social media. You know, oh, that's a cool background, Yamanika. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Yamanika can do the fanciest stuff. It's like a foreground. This is just she's the background. <laughs> I hate that this isn't. I I don't. I gotta figure out how to line up this background I put up. Mia Jackson sent this to me so I can have like a sophisticated, but I don't know how to line it up properly. Oh. So. Um. So yeah. So guys, we were talking about uh, you know social media. So the first thing we were talking about like how. Uh, social media ban Trump and all that. What do you guys, what's your thoughts on social media having the power to ban anybody anyway? Oh my God, that feels like that happened like 15 years ago. That I know, right? Weeks ago, so much has happened. I mean, f let them ban him, who cares? There's too many places he can go. First of all, he's already on Black Planet. So you know, he's <laughs> plus size black girls. He on plenty of fish. He on come get it. You know, he don't, he don't need to be on. Yeah, he needs to lose his screen time. <laughs> Donald, you're getting your screen time taken away, and you're not gonna go to the movie with Zachary. That's what he needs. He needs a punishment. He needs to lose out on the movie with Zachary on Friday. And I know Zachary was looking forward to it. Is there really a plenty of fish? Yeah. yeah 
This is why I know you off the dating game. <laughs> you long married, because yeah, it's plenty of fish. I and, plenty of fish. Did you plenty of fish, y'all? I plenty yeah, of Yeah, I did. I just got off of it because all the fish I was catching had a lot of mercury in it. <laughs> I used to go, I used to, when I was on Plenty of Fish, it was like a real dark time for me. I was going to hang out to try to meet men in steakhouse bars. I heard men hang out at steakhouse bars. So I was just sitting at Keen Steakhouse, like leering at strangers. It was a sad <laughs> Is that true? I, I mean, yeah, there was a bunch of guys there, but they were usually there for like work parties and they were having dinners and I was just like staring at them. <laughs> How did you meet Pete? How'd you meet uh, your husband? We were set up by Irene Bremis, the comedian, who's a, one of my best friends. And actually, she was with able me. to give me a man. Not I've, The years I've known Irene has not been able to bring me not even a hush puppy and somehow found Rachel, her husband. That's <laughs> hey, Danny. I think Hi, sorry, sorry Yamanico. about that. I know. Something's I was... wrong with my, with, my, uh, with my computer, so I'm on my phone. How are you? <laughs> Oh, Daniel, I had the same issues tonight, and that's why I'm in this weird... But you know what? I'm I'm so glad you're here, Daniel. I love you. It's good to see all of you. Yamanika. Hi, Danny. I bet you you're, I bet you you're a I really know. good girlfriend, too. Are you? <laughs> that question oh, yeah. so low. So low. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm an amazing girlfriend. Uh, you know, if you don't suffer from NPD. <laughs> What's that stand for? I feel like you run a tight ship, Yamanika. You don't you don't put up with a lot of foolishness. Are you, I'm very different um, as a girlfriend than I am on stage. That's what I thought. This is my take on Yamanika. I think she'd be almost a, kind of an old-fashioned girlfriend. She's always cooking. I'll say that when we're FaceTiming. And I mean, I feel like Yamanika is always cooking some sort of pleasing, complicated dish. And I'm just sort of laying on my stomach with blow on my nose. And then I realize Yamanika, she's a lovely, gentle lady. It's true. What, st what state are you from? What, where are you originally from, Yamanika? Maryland. From Maryland? Me too. We're in Maryland again. I think we talked about this. We talked about this. We, we talk about this a lot. People always forget I'm from Maryland because I think I, I have such a... <laughs> Uh, New York vibe, but I mean I've been here like twenty years, so it's we're splitting yeah. now on time. All right, so what's up, Hatem? What, so yeah, we're, so we're talking about about social media and stuff like that. Um, you know, and and, and uh, having the power to cancel anybody. You got you guys are comedians and performers, and you know, so don't you feel like you should anybody should have the right to say anything in social media without having you know uh, afraid to be banned or or canceled or whatever, even if it's Trump? No, you should no? be able to I think within reason, right? Because people like to take that bandwidth and they like to go all the way to the edge with it. So because we should have the freedom of speech, people think that they can take advantage of those freedoms to just start saying a bunch of nonsense and then layering it and layering it. And layering but who's the judge when you say to a reason? Like, who's the judge? Who's the judge? It's like, that's over, that's not. I mean, you're a comedian, it's all about crossing the line right no we all know who's the judge we all have the same level of well we should have the same level of common sense we probably don't but we all know that like if somebody goes online and says that they want to eat uh little babies you know <laughs> who how many people gonna really check on that right how many people unless they're a comedian unless there's somebody that you think they were talking to jest if they went and said i think little babies are delicious we need to be eating little babies most certainly mothers are not going to like that because they got little babies so who, who's worse the people that write um you know i want to eat little babies or 
the 100,000 people that like that post? Well, I, but you know, here's the thing, right? Because this is what we always skip over. Once we started this whole PC culture where people couldn't say certain things and certain people were getting offended by certain things, stuff like that, it was really directed at one group of people, which namely was white men who was running around saying whatever the fuck they wanted to say at any given time about anybody calling people niggas and Jews and this and that, all this other crazy shit. So we told them to stop doing that because we got tired of that shit. And the process of that, it went overboard. Now it starts to trickle into, you can't say this about this. You can't, like I said something about a bitch in a wheelchair the other day. Uh, <laughs> right? And now, mind you, now the shit's going to hit some grease because I'm just going off my timeline. There's a timeline of, of a bitch in a wheelchair at the Capitol and there's a cop and it looks like he's escorting her you know, around the Capitol as they're riding. So I said, well, this is this is a perfect example of white privilege where you can just be a stump or with a, a head on a stump and have the cops help you riot just because you white. Now, flash forward, it was the wrong protest, wrong time and wrong bitch, right? So <laughs> she actually was getting arrested and um, she was there for some handicap shit that I didn't know nothing about. Oh, my bad. I made an apology. I understood why people got upset, but I also had my own context of where I was getting that from. It wasn't an attack that woman because she was handicapped, right? Yeah. If somebody wanted to stand or say, it's okay for me to attack the handicapped, that makes them an asshole. It, yeah. Now that the narrative is that I'm attacking a woman because she's handicapped, no, that's not what I'm talking about. Now, yeah. we're talking about attacking white privilege and how white privilege is helping even handicapped motherfuckers that's a head on a stump, then okay. Do you understand the context has changed? Yeah. Rachel, what do you what do you think? What's your take? I mean, yeah, I mean, it is hard because I feel like it's a lot of people lose context. Like I, and I, you can't care what everybody thinks, but I do. And I have a serious problem. I read every YouTube comment. There's some guy named Mr. Twat Waffles that hates me. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I care? I fucking read every comment from Mr. Twat Waffles. So I'd love to say, say what you want to say, be controversial, don't care. But Mr. Twat Waffles said I had a man voice and that I'm a gross woman and guys don't want that seven years ago. And it still haunts me that Mr. <coughs> Twat Waffles said that. I know that that's not exactly what we're talking about, but people get offended and they don't always remember the context. I mean, Twat Waffles saying I have a man voice, there's really no context well, to that. Well, I just have a man voice, but yeah. there's somebody, something happened once on the road. Sorry, I'll make a point. I'm actually gonna make one cohesive point now, I promise. I, I was on the road once and I was telling this story about how somebody picked me up in Alabama and they said, when I got in the car, he said, you was the first Jewish that I had ever met in my life, <laughs> said, which is better than being his last Jewish. I guess. And then <laughs> this woman came up to me after the show and she was like, you, you just stereotype you. You basically saying that I was somehow promoting anti-Semitism. I'm like, my name is Rachel Feinstein. That's a brow beating of Jewry, first of all. <laughs> and like, there's no way I'm not a Jew. Like that's, you know, I mean, it's a cry for help really then. I mean, she was like <laughs> saying that I was promoting anti-Semitism. That's what she got from that. Just small relating a, an, ex an exchange that I actually had on the road. Um, with some lunatic, because they'll send any sex offender to pick me up from the airport. And she got that I was anti-Semitic, that I hated people from the South, that I was stereotyping people from the South. So people will do this. They'll take anything out of context. And in that sense, I don't believe. Yeah, I mean, it's it's craziness. You can't just. Well, let, let, me, let me ask this question, because I, so let's say. Um, let's say Twitter uh, could pr retro, you know, pr proactively prevent any anti-semitic tweet from ever uh 
I like making that. it on it on uh onto its being disseminated and 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 every other platform was able to do the same thing and we actually managed to stamp out all anti-semitic tweets such that we had no idea anymore if people even felt this way like is that what we want to accomplish like i i am not at all bothered, I'm bothered by the anti-Semitism, but I'm not at all bothered by the fact that I can see it on Twitter or see it on Facebook. I find it informative. I want to know about it. And I think it's healthy to know about it. Um, and I and I think that as people know about it, that is yeah. when that is I, when society will be moved to push back against it. And, that, and that's exactly but my point. I said, but how many people like it? But because I think you can no, tell how many. Not about, it's not just about the likes. I'm just saying that it's it's we are trying to n- not end racism or anti-Semitism here, but put it out of our sight. And that doesn't really accomplish much. And I think it can actually accomplish exactly the opposite of what we hope. It gives people a false sense of what is the world is really like. So I am I really I don't care. I mean, I, I respect the right of, let's say, Yamanika to feel differently as a black person about what people should say, can say about black people. But as a Jewish person, I would not throw a single person off Twitter for anything they want to say. Deny the Holocaust. Go to town. Go to town. Yeah. Danny, what, Danny, what do you think? Are we talking about like are we talking about people expressing anti-Semitism or racism? Are we talking? Are you talking but about people that saying. are? I agree. That, I agree. I feel I, that's how I feel because I think you know. Look. The blacks were slaves. They killed the Jews in the Holocaust. They're going to kill you no matter what. They don't need social media. So but let that's people. Saying, that's a fallacy, though, right? Because here's, here's the reality if social media is the only place in which you are cognizant that racism or anti Semitism in this particular case exists, then it doesn't exist. Let me tell you something. If they took all the shit off that they said about black people and and how we're this and that and this and that, black people would still be stepping outside in real time, experiencing real ass racism. Of course, so there yes, was correct. For us to forget that, then you'd have to also stop all the news of the police brutality in which we are being disproportionately. Exactly, I, I agree with Norm. Actually, yeah. But wait, I don't understand the question. Are we asking about whether? People can express like anti-Semitic, sexist, whatever, racist no, views. The, the, or are we asking like, because that's one question, like, you know, people can always misunderstand a joke or a bit or anything. Or no yeah. And then there's another question when you talk about news or like I'm, I'm beginning to I'm beginning to you're gonna disseminate information as if it's actual news. I just I'm don't beginning to see like where Mr. Twat Waffles is coming from, H. <laughs> <laughs> No, he's got a point about you. Is it like is is anybody should have the power to cancel anybody from speaking or from saying the opinion, whatever their opinion is, right or wrong, whatever in Twitter? Like if you agree to be in social media, you're ready to listen to what other people say. So, and you are comedians, which I know all the comedians like to cross the bound, you know, that push it further. So I think you would be against anybody getting canceled just to say whatever they say. Because we're comedians. You got to stop saying that because we're comedians, because we're comedians, because we're also human beings right at the base level. So we can all agree to disagree. What I'm saying is 
I can guarantee you there is probably more obvious racism towards the black community than the Jewish community. I can tell you that for a thousand percent. Number one, because the black community is not allowed or doesn't have the luxury to sort of assimilate or pretend that we can be a part of a group of people that even hate us. Like there's a very distinct difference between an Anglo-Saxon and a Jewish person. But they can all come together and be white for the moment and work and do business together. You cannot do that as a black person so yeah. if somebody who was jewish said i i if they took all of this stuff off the internet and i you know i feel like that's where i need to see it for me to understand that it still exists i go yeah probably because the more direct obvious racism when it comes to jews is not the same when it comes to blacks with black people it's very aggressive it's very in your face it's very direct it's very violent and it also comes from a lot of different people not just white people it comes from a lot of different people from other countries that come into this country who feel and, and believe stereotypes and things about black people so but yamanika but you know there's a i i believe i'm right that the jews are the number one targets of violent um uh, hate hate attacks there's a lot there's been jews bricked over the head in brooklyn uh in in big numbers in in oh, there, uh, there that's 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 always been the case in history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't that's, that's always been the case. Are we starting the party now? Should I get some shots? No, no. I, 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 <laughs> I wasn't doing a tit for tat for when it comes because we can all say this and that because number one you have to remember no you were being a tit for you were you were not being a yami, but, not. but you have a point I was no I wasn't being a tit for tat but you have a point is I was saying it was easier for Noam to make that statement to say that he he doesn't that he wants it to be there because if it wasn't there where would we we'd all think that racism against Jews didn't exist. And I said, I could never make that statement as a black person because for me, I understand very well that whether it is on the internet or not, I am going to step out of my house and I'm going to experience very real and very obvious racisms in a lot of forms. Okay, so let me give you an yep. example. So right now in the news this week has been about this, this woman, Green, who posted this thing. She didn't actually say Jewish space laser, but this is the way it's being uh, <laughs> talked about, the Jewish space laser. And she had this post on Facebook about the Rothschilds. Well, it was all heavy Jewish conspiracy shit. And uh, now they're talking about removing her from Congress. And my point is that if Facebook had been on their game and had never allowed her to make this post to begin with, would that be a better thing? No, I think it's kind of better that she was able to expose herself. I, I, that's I think so. This woman has a platform at all. Like at, at all, she had a platform to say anything. I think she she's also been very obvious in the Senate that something's wrong with her, even with this this mask she's wearing now that Trump won and not wearing masks and shit like this. I, I think yeah, but that's not the same thing as what you know Jewish. I understand that, but what I'm saying is I don't. I this woman wears her uh, racism and her. She's made very crazy comments about black people and Puerto Ricans being in gangs. So she wears that as a badge of honor. You could hear that from that woman outside of social media. I think. Because that's how she's moving her platform with that information. I, I just don't think uh, it, we benefit from from hiding. I mean, I, I just don't. I mean, listen, reasonable minds can differ about this stuff. These are very hard issues. I just am queasy about sanitizing things. So, uh, let, let, let's move on. Just to uh, get Danny's opinion first, uh, because he didn't get to. Uh, no, I, 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 I'm, I think I'm, I'm on board with everyone here. I think we're all in the same. I, I don't think uh, silence equals death on both levels, uh, that way or that way. And mm -hmm. you, you're better off 
knowing where your enemy, you know, they always say, keep your enemies close, uh, keep your friends close, keep your enemies closer. You know, you want to know where the hate's coming from and you want to know that hate's, I, 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 look, I don't like the hate, but I, I can appreciate it <laughs> on some level. You know? Annie, what I'm hearing, what I'm hearing and being triggered by is that you love hate and you're pro clans. <laughs> <laughs> you think the clans is a fun loving misunderstood organization. They are, they are misunderstood. So, so here, here is something that happened in the social media in January. Uh, Airbnb says that the not booking for any writers that go on, that anybody that plan to write to go in, to Washington. So how would they know, like, like, is there an, like, how would they know if you're, if you're, if you're a writer or not? Yeah, but that's the shit people do to, to make sure that their brands stay intact. I mean, I- A hundred percent. That's very smart. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, me personally, some of the, you know, some of the biggest experiences I've had, uh, with uh, racism or discrimination have been from some of the people who are, are uh, uh, less vocal about it. I, I, I don't worry about people who run their mouths about certain things because that normally comes from a place of ignorance. We know that the smartest people are very quiet about their moves. I think what we should be worrying about is if we stop having access to these sort of militia and hate groups that are not on Facebook or Twitter, but they're in their own little websites, making their own plans. Because when we see these mass shooters, when we see these guys who are promoting hate crimes and we see the Proud Boys and all these things, they're not, they're not congregating on Twitter and Facebook. They're in their own little zygote somewhere with uh, some .net or .org or, you know, that that's to me is the scariest. Um, is scary. I will say that, I will say this, like, it's better to get it out. Like my brother went to Ithaca, I'm not name dropping, but he went to Ithaca University <laughs> and he got there for a couple months. His roommate was kind of standoffish. And then they had a beer and he was like, I, and then they had like a, they went out, they were drinking they kind of got slowly closer. And the roommate was like, listen, I thought you had horns and I've been nervous and that's why I don't sleep. He was looking for my brother's horns. He was like up all night horn searching. And my and they, my brother had no idea, and so at least they could have it out. This kid was afraid to sleep, and I, I feel like I'm out of line. I'm going to get scolded again by Noah. But listen, I'm not I'm not very wise on the news, though. But I'm just saying I felt like it was a fun time to tell that tale, and that maybe it's related. He was sure. <laughs> And more so Ithaca College that they let somebody in that doesn't have the brain capacity to understand that Jews don't have horns. I mean, so, you know, it's like, that's, that's He, he said he was having nightmares about my brother's horns and he was like peeking around horns. Yeah, that's horns. great. Yeah. Uh, Go to hilarious. The they letting anybody in. <laughs> well, 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 the th same thing happened, like when so we talk about social media and apps and stuff like that with the Robin Hood uh, app thing, you know? When people stop making money, all of a sudden they stopped it, you know? And uh, I mean, there's a couple of lawsuits now, but we'll see. But isn't that just tell you like who's really in control? The Jews. Well, we know that. But <laughs> <laughs> Somehow it always happens that way. <laughs> the, the, the minute we start really, the minute we start getting really, really big, that's when we have to start worrying. <laughs> and when people start realizing what we really can do, when when they find out I can smell coins from over seventy miles away, I'm in trouble. 
That's it. It's over. It's over for all of us. It's not going to be this fun-loving beach behind me anymore. <laughs> Rachel, let's, just let's see what, what, what's wait, next in the, in the Rachel, in, uh, 2020. Yes. In, in wait, wait a second. Just enough to it. Somebody really thought Jews had horns. It was in Ithaca College. Yes, he was up at night frightened of my brother's I don't, I don't even get it. What is horns? I don't get it. What is horns? Horn, Michelangelo. Michelangelo. Like, 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 like you literally have. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, no. Michelangelo yeah. misinterpreted carne, carne or okay. uh, that was written in the Bible. Carne or is, is a rays of light. And, okay. he, and it, we, he interpreted rays of light as horns of light. And so he, when Michelangelo made the sculpture of uh, of Moses, he there are horns on Moses' head in Italy. So he thinks that your I brother, he made it literal. You're very smart, Daniel. I didn't know any of that. You tried well, no, no, we had that sculpture in my house. That's Hot Tim was raised, Hot was raised, Jews took the blood of babies to make Pesach bread and, and matzah. And I was like, oh. I can't believe they think about horns. No, I never heard the horn story before. This is Michelangelo. But you've heard Blame the, Michelangelo. I'm gonna call my people and Blame tell them. The Renaissance <laughs> but you've heard the other story, right? You heard about the blood and the bread. No, no, I did not. It was a whole. It was that's common in the Arab world. It was even the Saudi Arabian papers. Not no, that's that kid started in the blood libels. That's yeah. the church. The church did that to us in in Europe. But they write in, about in it. dark they ages. They still write about it in in uh, well, maybe not now since they're normalizing relations. But uh, yeah. all right, let me ask you the next thing. So so, so we recap in January. This is what happened. Next thing uh, happened is Elon Musk became the uh, the richest guy. He passed Jeff Bezos by four billion dollars. Who passes somebody by four billion dollars? Like, don't you pass like by a dollar, two, ten? Like like who passes by four billion dollars? Like what the fuck? I should know this, but I don't really know it, what he does. My, I just know I caught my husband reading his autobiography to the baby. He was like, just reading it. I'm like, she's eight months, but he loves him, but I don't know what he does. Like what exactly? I have no do? idea. I know he, he runs or manages Tesla, but I don't know what he's up to. Yeah. And, and you never know what these men do, but I, who you'll find hard pressed is you'll find hard pressed that a woman is the top billionaire and you'll find it hard pressed, especially for there to be a woman of color to be the top billionaire. And that's where we're having these problems. And that's why I'm so happy the things that are happening with GameStop, even though it's to, the GameStop thing is sort of like uh, the Capitol Hill where it was just like, you know, poor whites and rich whites fighting with each other. And so this GameStop thing is kind of the same, except for it's more obvious. And as I've always said, is that you know this country has always used mediocre poor white people to sort of balance and be the liaison between the uh, rich power elite and 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 blacks and everybody else that's too brown to get you know they've always used them as a liaison. So now that these sort of like these 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 middle ground hillbillies are sort of feeling like their rights that they never really had, they were only lied to and said that they had. They feel like those rights have been taken away because their prince was moved from his throne or their king. Now you're sort of watching the, this thing kind of implode where, you know, they, they don't have a real cap on these hillbillies anymore. And so they're going rogue big time and they're and they're they're asking for their dowries, which is they can't cash out. Yeah, yeah, Monica, I, I don't know much about the story, but the people on the other side of GameStop, you know, the people who are fucking with the hedge funds, these are poor whites because I don't imagine no, I never no, pictured no, them as poor. 
I was no. just using that as an example from the Capitol Hill. They no, they weren't. I mean, the kid that decided to get this thing off the ground through Reddit, he used his parents' mortgage to get it off the ground, which I mean, I still don't fully understand if the parents knew um he used their mortgage or they just were like we this the mortgage of their house is like pocket change for them but the on the on the back end of what's happening with GameStop is we are understanding now with them closing Robin Hood and things like that the access to the retail purchasers uh-huh. <clears throat> lets you understand how much we are all in the same boat and it does that shit doesn't really uh, uh, consider race at all yeah because the 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 protection was instantly for those hedge funds instantly for those commercial um buyers you know that really hold up the financial fabric of this country and then everybody else be damned and everybody else in the retail end that was a mix of all different races of people there that could- it's, it, it is it is something that people got together to do uh, regardless of their like uh political affiliation like it, they just just got together to get uh, you know, Wall Street down, and it felt good. Yeah. You know, that one. Th- so, so maybe that's something coming. Uh, all right, next thing that happened, Danny. Maybe you can comment in this. It shouldn't. It shouldn't feel too good because I would imagine there was a lot of innocent bystanders who were damaged by that, caught in the middle. The only people that that were damaged by that were the people that shortcutting, which is they putting money for other companies to fail. You know, so oh, sure, but they, but those people have safety nets. I mean, I I don't really see many losers. And I mean, if people, if if I lose, or regular ass working people lose, we lose. We talking about we losing houses, you losing places to live, access to food. When these sort of like hedge fundy people and these people up in the, when they lose, it's like oh, I have to get rid of my house in Tahoe. Now, with respect. To know him, I understand you're a business owner. I get it. I'm not, I mean, I own a business. I have an LLC, but I own myself. I have no stake in that. I'm not, I'm not but thinking as a business owner. I'm not, um, are you not? No, what I meant is that if you're, if you're a guy, someone who puts some money in a mutual fund or, you know, some sort of IRA, or you, you, you buy stock for your, for your security in some way, I guess it wouldn't apply here, but just in general. And then all of a sudden people start, and you, and you expect, there to be integrity to that investment. And you realize that people on the internet can just fuck with it for fun and, 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 cr- and make it crash and burn in some way. You're like, what the hell? You know, I just invested. But, but the, but the only people, no, the only people that losing are the people, the shortcutting, you know, the people that buying shortcut. If, so. if you're right, if you're right, then fine. And yeah. maybe, first of all, I'm not, sh- I don't know enough about it, but I, I'm not hundred percent sure those are the only people that are hurt. You're, I mean, you're, what you're saying makes some sense that the stock is blowing up and people exactly get out and make money. So definitely some people are benefiting, but I'm just saying if this becomes a thing now where people realize that they can manipulate the market for plundering for the, for the pleasure of fucking with it. Yeah. People are well, going to, people yeah. are going to be hurt by that who are hoping that the market is, is a secure good faith place to invest. That's all. I, I, I don't I don't care. I don't, let's let's move to the next one. Let Yamanique answer. Let her answer. Well, wait, because I don't think you can do it here. And I don't know a lot, a lot as well. But I think this was a, a, a specific case because it was already, it was being bet against to lose, which yes. was more of a com- commercial, uh, you know, the low man is not going to bet against a company. He's got to, he can only really bet for a company. That's, that's what short people, short people right. are shorting means. Yeah. And so I think it's, I think this is very specific to this situation. And I also agree, like if I thought it was something where people who are putting their money into stocks and really need this money to turn over, and this is part of, you know, where they're getting their pension and future and stuff from. Yeah. I wouldn't be in support of that either. Yeah. 
Yeah, but but the only people are like benefited are the people that was hoping the company lose and put money on that. You know, that's why. Um, all right, next one. Uh, Bernie Sanders raised 1.8 million charity through the sales of the uh, inauguration meme. Isn't that crazy? He actually it, used it. It pays for like meals on wheels, right? <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's I just like. Say, this is reminding me. This is, I know that I'm not being on topic very well tonight. But Giannis Papas has the funniest joke about Bernie Sanders, where he says Bernie Sanders sounds like a substitute teacher that's constantly losing control of the classroom. And I'm like, that's the best description I've ever heard. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> that's the pimp. I'm oh sorry. my God, that's so funny. <laughs> It's so true, right? It's so funny. That's exactly how. He, oh my god, that's so funny. Who said that? Giannis Papas. He says it sounds like an emotional substitute teacher that's losing. <laughs> class. That's exactly how he seems too. He always seems a little angry. I gotta say, <laughs> he's upset. He's frustrated. I love Bernie, you know, and I love those memes. I put up a bunch of them and I reposted a lot. They were really funny. It was good to have something that like breaks up all the tension, you know. Yeah, on that day because I didn't know what was going to happen. I thought it was going to be a part two of uh, the shenanigans that had happened um, at Capitol Hill before. So, you know, I he does he did something really wonderful with it with giving all the money to Meals on Wheels, and it was pretty cool. He was a good sport about it. He just reminds me of one of my uncles, you know, like a little grumpy, but you know, his heart's in the right but place. Exactly, that's the point. Is like he used it to make money for charity, which is which is great. You know, yeah. beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. Which is a lot of people will be like, Trump would never do something like that. You know, it's just he'll be like, ah, I hate. Um, all right, next one is uh, in the Senate, the Democrat introduced bill. They want to make Washington D.C. the fifty-first state. <laughs> Who cares? I mean, that's crazy. I mean, that's nuts. I mean, also, it's does anybody have a map or understand geography here? Yeah. Uh, it's like, why would why would you do that? Because they're trying to steal the election again. They're trying to secure. It's crazy, you know. Like both Democrats and Republicans are crazy. Like they all try to do what benefit them. How is watch? What is the benefit of becoming a state? Washington. I don't understand. Can somebody actually explain it to me? Yeah, I don't mean, we mean two extra senators, two extra Democratic senators. That's really the bottom. Oh, okay. I see. And electoral votes, too. Well, I don't think the, that's yes, but you think you know, it's gonna happen, hasn't been a two, a two electoral vote margin uh, in a long time, but yeah. Do you think it's going to happen, no? I don't know much about it. I, I read somewhere uh, someone smart saying that it, it wouldn't be constitutional to have Washington, D.C., as a state, because somehow it's the, the capital is specified somewhere, but Puerto Rico becoming a state, um, it might even be more likely. And I think that could happen. And and I'd I, I wouldn't blame them. You know, they, they do get the shit end of the stick, right, Puerto Rico. So they yeah. they voted they voted against it a few three or four times I think in the past. But I wonder if if it went up for a vote now if they wouldn't vote to become a state. Damn. I wonder how the electoral vote will work. Anybody knows? It, well, they small states get have a they get two electoral votes. Right? Is it two or three is the minimum? Yeah, I don't know. Dump that electoral college anyway because it's problematic, and we've and it's supposed to be something that gives benefit, and it has its own layers of bias in it, which is, makes it even more problematic. Yeah, they're not going to dump it because it would require a constitutional convention. But there are these uh, plans to um, within a state they can apportion their electoral votes by popular vote. 
there's plans for that and and that could happen or uh, there's uh, and that would make it much closer it would make it all the more harder for a candidate to win the popular vote uh, i'm sorry to win the electoral vote but lose the popular vote so it's like so so another thing that happened that was that's really crazy in january is for the first time ted cruz aoc bernie sanders and nancy pelosi agree on one thing you guys know that i'm beautiful well, that of course, but <laughs> yeah, investigate. No, yeah, investigate. Might get post nasty. Something about Mr. Twa Waffles. <laughs> <laughs> what was his name, Mr. What? Twa Waffles. <laughs> yeah, they agreed on investigating Wall Street for the Robin Hood shutdown thing. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, no. that's that's for for the first time ever. They agree. Ted Cruz. What do you guys think of Ted Cruz? Uh, he, he he's like a villain in an after-school special. He <laughs> is I can't stand him. Isn't he the only one that looked like a cartoon character without drawing him as a cartoon, just like he is? His barber hates him. I only have like physical, characteristical things I can say about him. Because he's a nut. I always feel sorry for his wife that everybody keeps going. Can you believe Trump called your wife ugly? I know. Like, and she's probably Googling herself and that's coming up like twa waffles for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if anybody could say a good word about Ted Cruz. What he did in trying to, you know, find a way to ingratiate himself. First of all, you know, this Ted Cruz is like a genius, right? He's extremely, extremely, he's, he's not, an, he's a very, very, very bright Harvard Law School guy, graduated close to the top of his class, I'm, I believe. So really? anything he does... He does uh, from full knowledge, intelligence, and calculation. None of it is dumbness. And when he tried to ingratiate himself to the Trump voters and this whole thing that Trump won the election, he knew very well exactly what he was doing and what a lie it was. And it really, it 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 really spun out of control and and burned him and burned the country. Right. So he's he really should be ashamed of himself. I, I hope his career is going to wind down to nothing. He he got just too clever, too opportunistic. They're all, they're all, I mean, don't, don't kid yourself. They're all opportunistic to some extent, sure. but this was really over the line. All right. So I'll tell you guys some, some characters and you tell me which side of history you think they're going to go. The stuff that they did in, uh, Wait, in January, I obviously just talk about Ted Cruz. Wait, Tim, let me ask you a question. Danny, you don't have anything you want to say about anything? No, I, I, I n- it, not, not in the past couple. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Like what the Ted Cruz thing, no. You'll hear me when I when I jump in. You'll hear me. Okay. I'm not embarrassed. <laughs> I'm not shy. I'm just waiting for something interesting. <laughs> I'm waiting, Danny and I'm waiting for should... something interesting to come along. Danny and Yamanika <laughs> should do a show together. Have you guys ever done anything together? Done me and Yami? Yeah. Yeah, we love each other. We've done a lot of work together. Great as co-hosts in some sort of show. I love you. I love Yami. We're, we're, love we've Yami. done a lot of work together. Yeah. What, what topics do you like to discuss, Danny? Oh, I don't know. I mean, a lot of topics, but politics is a tough one for me. Politics right. is a tough, tough I try to jump in with politics whenever I can. Family. It's a tough one for me. You I know? have to go. I have to go. I'm sorry. I'm so my kids are upset. Oh sc- I'm coming. The kids are <laughs> screaming for me, screaming for oh, me. Oh my God. Okay. They actually like you. My kid. Oh. I don't know if I'm going to be back in time. You know, I, I will tell you this about the pandemic. 
my kids are like, I've seen my kids all day long, every day for almost a full year now. It's going to be really difficult when we have to part again. I'm coming, I'm coming. Oh, all that's right, an anyway, interesting point. Yeah. I'm really happy to see all the best thing about doing these podcasts is just seeing people. I like, I haven't seen a lot. I'm very happy to see everybody. Oh, I miss you guys so much. I yeah. really miss you guys. Yeah. I'll try to come back later. Goodbye, everybody. No, Bye, Noam. No. All right, now that we got rid of Noam, finally. How much should I annoy him with the twat waffles, you guys? I'm going to be in my head tonight, like, trying not to send him a text apologizing for over twat <laughs> No, send him a meme. That is, you should, you should uh, do a character like, uh, Rachel, have you ever done that? No, but was I really annoying him? No, because I can't focus... Oh, no, not at all. Noam is, he's a sweet, no, you weren't annoying. None of us annoy Noam. No, every, Noam loves all of us equally. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. please. Maybe he, not he equally. He enjoys this. That he told me he's, he was supposed to leave like a while ago with Colin and, and Rich and he stayed like he wanted, but his kids want, like he, he was planning to leave the whole time. Plus I cannot stand two hours and a half of Noam with me, so, you know. <laughs> Let's be honest. And I, we are replacing them with somebody who is much, much better. Are you ready? Ta-da! Yeah. Marina! Hey. Marina! Can you hear Frank, us? Franklin is here. Franklin. And she's gone. We have Marina. Marina! She's in and out. Are you, can, you, can you hear us, Marina? There she is. Yeah. There she is. Um, all right. So, uh, yeah. So what, what do we, let, do you guys want to talk about COVID a little bit and the experience in January? Yeah. Danny, how, how do I know you do a lot of your, your, you know, skits and stuff is amazing. Your, your channel too. And IG is incredible. Did, did you benefit from, you think, uh, COVID like as a, you know, materials and all that? No, I mean, no, not at all. Really? I wish I can say I benefited, but I really, I, it's been a, it's, I've been losing a lot. I'm, I'm, I'm not, there's nothing, nothing, nothing's happening. I, I'm gaining weight. It's the only thing that's happening <laughs> is that I'm gaining weight. I'm just, I've gained 50 pounds. 50, well, I will say, Danny, your, your videos with, is it Iris Bar? I always say her name wrong. Oh, Iris, thank you. Yeah. Oh, actually, no, we're developing something. Yeah, it's I'm, really, I'm working on something. They are hysterical. It's such, you know, for a comic that needs to go out and about and to needs to be with the people and needs to get on stage. This this time for for the for the your average performer, the person that goes out like, you know, three, four, five, ten times yeah. a week. It's it's miserable. It's, it's terrible. So how, how are you guys how are you guys gonna do with comedy? I know you have Rachel have a great uh, Zoom show that she have next, actually, if you wanna say the link if people wanna go. And Marina just had her first uh uh, Zoom show was also excellent. Was some I, I actually watched a little bit of it. So many people, like I see a lot of people joining you guys in, in the shows. Like, is that you know a little substitute for live, or is it just not working for you? Even like as a comic, like how you feel? No, we're, I'm dying inside. But Marina's podcast, also friends like us, it was really fun. This Thanks, week. Rachel, for doing that. Dominica, um, you, you do Zoom shows as well, I assume, right? She's texting right now. Oh yeah. Okay, Danny. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the you know what? I go live a lot. I'll, I'll go live, you know, solo. I'll just go on Instagram live and I just talk. I got I have a regular 15 people between 12 and, and 20 people that follow me regularly every time I go live. A lot of chatting that goes on. 
um, just ranting and, 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 and good times. I so love that, the Instagram live. It's fun. It's fun. You know, and so that's sort of been something like a little, like, it's almost like a little, it's like a, yeah. you know, it's it, it, uh, from allowing you not to just completely die of nothing, but yeah. um, right. So, but have yeah. you done any, I know you've done some, but did you, uh, you done any zoom shows as well? Stand up? You know, I have to tell you, yeah. you know, I, I did a couple of zoom shows in the beginning and I hated them mm-hmm. and I just did one um, uh, just last week, a private one. And Jessica Kirsten was on it also. Yeah. I performed and I got off and I felt the same way I felt the other three times I did it. I felt <laughs> like shit. I felt like I bombed. I felt like, I felt like it was a waste of time. Jessica calls me up after I get off and like, you killed. I was like, what, what are you talking about? She's like, I watched it. I was in the room and you people were dying. You killed. I'm like, yeah. what are you talking about? I, I, you, you don't even know how you're doing. You don't even, yeah. you can't register what's going on. So you don't know. And it's like, you know, part of being on stage, you got to ride, you know, you want to sort of ride that wave. Yeah. So if you're doing well and you're feeding back, it's like all of that. But on Zoom, you can't ride a wave. So you're just uh. like, Screaming at a screen, and after two three minutes, you feel like you're in a mental institution. <laughs> but like I, I seen feel, some of the, like it's just nuts. Yeah. But do they do they talk to you, Danny? No, they're completely See, that's muted. The thing I think I watched, I, what? I watched Marina's show and a little bit of Rachel's show. You both have like I think over a hundred people at the room. Marina has and, a show. Marina has a Zoom. Oh, I told you, Yamanika. You did not. You did not. Show. Yeah, I just did it for the first time. I've been on Rachel twice. I've been on Rachel twice. No, 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 twice. no, no. It's just me. No, it's, it's my. Not, it's, it's, it's oh, oh, party. oh. Okay. Yeah, and, but but you had a hundred people there. See, we all crazy. have fear of missing out really bad right now. I always I'm think I'm about to flip out. No, I'd so, love, but Yamanika, I'm planning to have people come on that I love. So I, this is just me. The first time I was just headlining. So how did, how did it feel Marina? Like, you know, did you have the same experience as Danny? Like, but you had your mics on. So you had the people interacting a little bit. with. Oh, you. I, Danny, I had it unmuted. So I had it unmuted. I had a baby saying no in the background, which was hilarious. <laughs> I had, I had a woman talking and I was like, is she working on her thesis statement right now? I don't understand what's going on. So there was like a lot of live, interaction that was similar to instagram yeah that but helped. people like i watch a bit of the show Rita, people are called? laughing what, sorry no go ahead go ahead i was just saying what's it called like what it what is the name of it oh well that is just the first show it was just my first virtual comedy show and i'm gonna do another one you know Febu- <laughs> february 18th because I, I really enjoyoyed it and well, rachel you have one coming on next right in few a few minutes, you have a one with uh, Jessica Curson. Yeah, ours is like it's called "We're Not Okay," and we also just kind of talk about what we're actually going through instead of just doing stand up. We talk and, about and people can find it where. Um, it's uh, it's on it's on it's on my Instagram, which is Rachel Feinstein underscore. That's my Instagram. Uh, whatever. Why can't I speak? I stink. I don't. Um, I'm hiding my horns. I'm just busy hiding. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then it's on Eventbrite, um, but the link is on my Instagram or on Jessica Kirsten's Instagram if you guys follow. Yo, Monica, what's your Zoom experience? I'm not, you know, um, 
it's I take meetings on Zoom and that's it. I I mean my my hats really go off to them because I am and I, you know I have this new material. I'm not really sure if I want to do it. Some people have asked me to do a Zoom. I actually got um somebody asked me if I wanted to record um my next special through Zoom and I said uh, absolutely not. But I mean I don't know. I have to see it. I don't. I, it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, because I'm very reactionary as a comic as well. Um, but I mean, I'd have to see it. I, I Marina, you did stand up. See, cause Jess and Rachel are doing a show, right? And they bring their characters in and they have a, the people that they have are just lovely. And there's like a, a like a, a Olive Garden vibe. And I know that sounds like an insult, but it's not, but it's like a family, like, you, it feel like a bunch of families came and they, and you, they pass in the pasta plate and all this other shit, which I love. Um, but straight stand up, I'd have to see that. That's like, there's so many variables. Are you seeing the so people? Many. Are you not seeing yeah. the people? Danny, you well, did the few zooms I did, they kept it unmuted, and then all of a sudden you're performing to 50, 60 people, and they're in their homes. When you go to a theater, when you go to a club, you know you got to zip it up, you got to be quiet, you got to listen, and then you react. Here, there was like, I don't know, babies were crying, there was domestic violence. It was just like, <laughs> it was insanity. I was like, I don't even understand what's going on. I couldn't handle it. I couldn't take it. I couldn't do it. No, I, I really enjoyed it. I had, my sister was there, uh, my sister Leah who actually added to my, she goes, you are just, you are your father's daughter. I was like, hello, wait a minute. That is not a part of the, who told you you could talk, Leah? So it, so it was actually fun. Um, it's I had, good muscle. It's and good. Then I, I, and then I, and then it was also like engaging with the audience that come, would come to see me, like people from South Africa. I mean, they will get up and, and, it's like, I also like Yamanika inspired me because her YouTube page is amazing. So I started doing YouTube more audio more often. And so those people came to the Zoom show and it's really not even about us. It's these people are at home and they want content. So kudos to you. Good for you. No, honestly, it's a muscle that really a lot of us don't. It's a big, that's a very special. That's I think you have you. to be a certain type of comedian too to do it. Like, right. I still I tell stories. I don't just tell jokes, uh, but I, I did some jokes, but I also tell stories that are engaging for people. So if you're not that type of comedian, it may not work. Rachel, do you have the, the people talking back to you, the audience or no? Well, yeah, we do like a Q&A thing at the end. And we like when we talk to people directly, we talk about kind of like it's sort of like everybody talks about their mental state, you know, because I feel like everybody's kind of uh humming yeah. with madness. everybody is just soaked with madness right now but then they get on instagram and then i personally get obsessed with people that seem okay and it's sort of a way to remind everybody that we're not okay you know i try to be more honest about stuff like that like i'll talk about i'm gonna do some street weeping this week you know and that's all right it's okay to not be able to, people things are a little jacked up sort of the idea and then other people have talked about it too and then sometimes I think about the people or like worry about them or whatever it's not the same I miss live performing every day I would do anything to be slammed in a booth at the cellar complaining about some drunk on the road like it seems like such a luxury now but 
it's, it is a way to, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a way to get that stuff out, all that. And I feel like a lot of people are feeling crazy right now. I'm following this newscaster in Austin and it's not healthy. I'm getting really obsessed with her life. She, and she's got everybody in Christmas PJs. And I'm like, why do I care <laughs> about this one newscaster that interviewed me on the road one weekend and her, in, in her wildly, we don't even have anything in common. I mean, she just, she instructs people on how to make cheese plates. And I'm like, I wake up with like a smear of food in my forehead, but you know, you get in that, it's a way to at least get out and vent about. Um, Rachel, Rachel, I want yeah. to tell them the first time I went on your show and you have that sort of depression hour where everybody talks about their, um, their mental status. And I, because they play so much, I thought it was a skit. And this man <laughs> was breaking down about some stuff and, I, and it was depressing. I mean, I can say who it was. And I thought it was a skit, so I was laughing my ass off. <laughs> and then I noticed Jess, who's always like, well, she she wasn't laughing like that. So I texted, I called her and I said, Is this a skit? And she goes, No. Oh shoot. <laughs> I thought the man, the man was having a a mental breakdown. I mean, he was talking about his mental breakdown, but they were so lovely. I think I, I, you know, I think it is good. I, you know, the one thing I would ask uh, Marina and I would ask Danny is, I think also the variable could have been, Danny, did you do somebody else's show? And because Marina was doing her own show, so it's, it, it helps people's patience and nerves too when your people who already know you. And yes. Yes. Like when you do the live, yeah. Danny, you can tell you're in your element. We're entering your world. Yes. Yeah. It feels like you're with family more. Yeah. Right. Right. I guess so. I did other people. I didn't do my own. I did other people's. Yeah, you got to do that, your that, own. Okay. Um, all right, guys. I know, Rachel, I have to go for your show. And we have the second uh, panel. So, guys, thank you very much. If you want to share your information before we go or where people can watch you. Rachel. Thank you, Hatem. Thank you so much. Rachel, you want to share uh, your information if people want to show you? You have a show right now, right? People can jump yes, in. Yes, yes. It's on, it's on my Instagram, Rachel Feinstein underscore. It's an Eventbrite. You could just Google Eventbrite. We're not okay. And we play prank calls and do, you know, and tell stories and also vent about our mental state. Um, and uh, I guess that's it. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Yamanika? Hi, um, you can catch me, at, you know, everything at Yamanika. I do a show every Friday on YouTube, live with Yamanika. Just type my name in or Yamanika official channel. It's 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And hopefully you guys can catch me um, at the Black History Month at the cellar, you know, that we can make that happen. So I'm sure. All right. Hopefully. Danny? Danny, Co Danny, Co Danny Cohen comedy everything. But, but uh, Danny Cohen comedy on Instagram. That's, that's the most fun. That's the most fun. Well, guys, thank you so much. And yeah, Monique is on Fortnite. Oh, yes. Everyone's <laughs> on Fortnite. <laughs> Bye, you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye, Bye Tim. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye, Tim. Bye. I thank you. I, I stay, and right? Yay. Yes, you stay. Uh, and Danny Natterman. Dan Natterman here in Harrison Greenberg. But we can't bound, see. Bound, bound, bound. Do all Jews seem the same to you, Hatem? Is that the deal? Uh, I'm all the sorry. same to you? I'm sorry. <laughs> What's happening, guys? Yes, I, I, Harrison's getting married. I don't know if you heard the news. I heard he got engaged. Congratulations. I did. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, last Saturday, I popped the question a week ago. How, how did you propose? 
you know what? I had a lot of extra time on my hands. So I made it a very uh, complicated. I basically, we went to the place we had our first date. Uh, I went to the bathroom. I did not return. I had the waiter give her a card um, that had a code that she could scan that sent her on a uh, scavenger hunt throughout the neighborhood from location to location. And each location had a video from a friend or family member. And it took her in a heart-shaped path all the way back to my apartment. And uh, then I proposed on the roof. Wow. That was, that was excellent. Yeah. How did she react? Yeah. Was she like, oh my God? Yeah, she she couldn't stop giggling. And I think I and I don't blame her. I mean, it's the weird, it's a weird thing that that's how the engagement works, that I get like months to prepare and she has like three seconds to decide. It feels uneven. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's great. So so we've been we've been documenting this month, you know. Uh we talked uh politics with Colin earlier and Rich Vaz and and then we talk about news. And so we have three things that left you guys can pick from. Uh, one is uh, COVID updates. One is sports. And one is uh, which side making history. So which one you want to pick? Well, and for COVID have... updates, did Natterman, did you get the vaccine? Did I read that no, right? That was, I just posted that for the gag, for the joke. Oh, for the joke. <laughs> Why don't we have no, the lady so in the house uh, choose? Maria yeah, I mean, I guess people clicked like because they thought I got vaccinated more than for the joke. Oh. I wrote um, on Instagram that I... I got the vaccine, the vaccine, but my arm was so hurt so badly that I couldn't play piano for three days. Fortunately, I don't play piano. So, um, you know, I thought it was funny. That's how but you know I, that people don't read your whole post. They just read a right. little bit. You know, there's but, like- but oh, It was like a Twitter. It's like I tweeted that and then I, I, I took a picture of the tweet and posted it on Instagram. And um, I just assumed they'd seen Natterman's act and assumed he was 75. I just thought that's how it <laughs> oh. uh, All right, Marina, which, which category do you want to choose? What was the categories again? Uh, COVID, 19 updates, sports, or which side of history? Uh, COVID. Because uh, I thought yeah, which dark. side of history and sports, um, always on the wrong side of history. So, Let's Well, go. I was going to tell your characters, and you guys ju judge which side of history they get in. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> so you want COVID, right? Yeah. Okay, COVID. So let's see. So first thing is only the second day in January, we have million cases confirmed in New York City. That's the first thing. And uh, so vaccine, anybody got vaccinated from here? No, right? Everybody? That will admit it. Dan, did you, were you really joking? <laughs> I was joking. Why would I get vaccinated? I'm because young, I, I, keep hear, I keep hearing these stories yeah, about some people. Some people manage to weasel in, but no, I didn't. Yeah, I, and see, that's the problem. Who's and how are people weaseling in? Well, I think sometimes if they have vaccine that they're going to throw away because I don't know what the, they, they, they give it to you if there's nobody there or something. I, I don't know. Precisely. Really? They're like, hey, you're here. So how yeah, about I you mean, come? Like, at a certain point, they throw the vaccine out, I guess. And um, at a certain point, it's no good, not good. So if there's nobody there and there's somebody shows up and even if they're not in a risk category, they get the vaccine. Really? I oh, didn't really? know this. Yeah, you should like have it. a Black Friday like like vaccine. Nice. For black people. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get it if you stay in line and camping. Uh, so let me ask you this. So you heard about, obviously, the uh, UK variant of the COVID thing, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So how come when, when Trump said China virus, everybody was mad, and now you say a UK virus and nobody's mad? Like, what's up with that? That's an interesting point. Um, well, because it's Trump, and you know that he's saying it. You, 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 gotta, you know, his intentions are what they are. Mm -hmm. And um, 
I mean, that's also kind of crazy because the South African one was is the strongest one right now. So thank God he's out of office. Yeah. And and, uh, and there's a Brazilian one. So it start it's it start like, you know, I mean, historically, it was the Spanish flu. So they were always, they were always attached to a location. I know. But why? Everybody the was problem like, is second. yeah, the way he said it. And also it China flu, like he didn't even say Chinese <laughs> flu. Like that was always the most annoying thing that he would do is you knew he was racist. Chinese virus, he said. He would call it the China flu. He he rarely said Chinese. I thought well, he said you know, virus. Uh, here's an interesting fact. Most of my friends who are Asian voted for him for for 45. I won't say his name, but they vote. They voted for him. Even my herbalist, by the way, was like, you know what? People are just jealous of him. So I'm voting for 45. I was like, wait a minute. Didn't you hear him call it the China? Like what? Wait, are you shocked oh, that your herbalist believes in dumb know. things? <laughs> I am so shocked because I really was like, I and I take his tea. So I'm like, I don't know if I should take that tea anymore. Well, they, they don't, a lot of them don't like China either. I mean, they, first of all, uh, Koreans that don't is exactly like right. China. Japanese so, don't like China necessarily. And even Chinese people might not like China. That was his reason. He said, listen, 45 was the only one who could stand up to China. That's what he said. And I was like, all right, I don't know. What is in this tea? <laughs> so, so uh, you know, Biden just ordered 200 million doses. Like, so are we, were we like unprepared for the vaccine? Like what's going on? Why he just say, announced that? Because he walked into office and there was no plan. Right. <laughs> he opened the drawer and there was nothing there but crayons. Okay. <laughs> and that red button for a, was it Diet Coke? Was it Diet Coke? Yes. That was the only thing I liked about that man. That was the one thing that I agreed with. Is that with. true, though? Yes. 100% true. I was like, what is he, Colin Quinn? It didn't <laughs> Colin, Colin always orders a Diet Coke when he walks into the cell. There's a Diet Coke, like, just I, ushered I, into Colin. I, th I think they were just trying to distract him from the real red buttons. It's like, hey, President, <laughs> play with this one. You know, just, just press it as many as you are, you know. But, um, yeah, it's... Uh, it's crazy, but uh, I don't know how, you know, the cases, like the numbers are going crazy now. Like in January, as I said, like the second day of January, only New York passed 1 million. LA became the first county to pass 3 million cases. Yeah, of course they did. It's viral growth. Like when a video goes viral, it goes from one to two, and then all of a sudden the entire world has seen it. There's interviews with like Dr. Burks and Fauci and their description of what was going on in the Trump White House. They were they were just not even they were not even focused on it. They were worried about the election. Then but they were worried about nothing to do with whether California. The election was I mean, you can't blame Trump for California's explosive COVID. Yeah. I don't think. I mean, I think not, you. I think you I can think blame him for just about everything. You can, but is it? Way, has I, you know what I blame him for? The fact Marina, that I don't. I have Marina, a boyfriend. You just said Trump. You didn't say forty-five. No, I didn't. I said I think you can blame him. No, just about Trump. everything. Did he say I'm pretty Trump? sure. All right, let's let's try to get Marina to say Trump during the <clears throat> nope. show. Whoever gets one. <laughs> I blame him for everything, and I think you can blame him for just about everything because of the lack of information. And this is a time when you actually realize how important information is. Well, the okay. English have more deaths per capita than we do. I don't think the French are too far behind. Absolutely. Um, and a couple other countries have more. Uh, but it's 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 a virus, and unless you're willing to lock down hard like China did or uh, certain other countries, I, I just think that this is this was the inevitable result 
was this kind of um, spread. So thankfully, we have, have a, you have a chance of reducing the spread when the numbers are low. When the numbers are low, you can cut it off. If you don't do that, it then exponentially grows. So Biden walks into office and he's already at the wrong side of the curve. Yes, so but, he's doing but the best he can. But absolutely, but the point is, is if, he, if Biden had been in office a year ago, how different would the situation? It would have been unbelievably different. I, I there's the way but they blame him would have been different. More deaths than we do. France is not far behind. Um, Canadians, I guess, are doing better. I don't know what's going on up there. By a lot. Yeah. So well, what happened to um, what was it? Swedish, sweet, sweet, Swedish. Sweden? What happened to the Swedish people? It did not work. Well, it, it did, did not, not work. work. And that did not work a long time ago. It worked as well as their meatballs, which are never going to be as good as the Italians. I don't know why they even tried. They're smaller. They're not as good. You need a good sauce. Mm. So, so let me ask you this, guys. Dr. Fauci, he said that he's much, you know, he's more relief and happier working with Biden and think he can accomplish more than, than who, Marina? The last guy. <laughs> okay. Then, then, then Trump. But don't you think that professionally that's that's a wrong thing to say? Because if you're not if you're not a professional enough to take charge of your own job, whoever your president Listen, is. after the last guy, no one can say anything wrong. As far as I'm concerned, we have seen it all. So also, no, he's yeah. free. He's free. He's like a slave. Just break it out. <laughs> he's like, finally, I have words. I can speak. Oh my God. Who blames him for that? But I mean, like, why? Doesn't like, he have is, responsibility to do that before? He was. Hatem, I think the beanie is scrambling your brains. I think you're turning into a skateboard drug dealer based on your outfit alone. I, <laughs> I really want to know one thing. I only want to know one thing right now. Who is Danny texting? Dan Nanaman, who is he no, texting? I was just That's looking all up I care Canada. about. Who's more important than Canada? He's, they he's... Have, I was looking up Canada. They have 20,000 deaths in a nation whose population is about one tenth of ours. So, yeah, they're doing quite a bit better. They have about because because uh, they're nicer people. They have, they have, um, they have probably, they have one tenth of ours and their COVID cases are deaths are probably one twentieth of ours. So. I'll tell you what's important to mention. Better. I have to mention this here. Every place where a woman is in charge is doing better. Better than what? Than anywhere else that is doing bad. I figured that was clear. New Zealand well, I th- is doing I think, it. I th- but it's not comparison. You, sh- you say you know, women are doing better than them. No, I didn't say women are doing better. I said every place that is led, that is women are in charge, are doing better with this pandemic. But that's my point is you can compare that unless a man also in charge of the same place in the pandemic. So you can compare. It's hard to compare, but you know, it's an interesting- It's not hard to compare. That could be further investigated, whether there's a relationship or- I'm sure it's true. New Zealand is an island, so it's a, it's easier at least to control who comes in and out at least. Well, you can't, you can't even go to New Zealand with a banana, okay? Yeah, but she, she's pretty good though, <laughs> the, the, the New Zealand uh, prime minister. She's, she's pretty good. I mean, they could look, I wouldn't look, rule out- if, a, a Did you know that if you go to New Zealand with a banana from America, they will fine you like yeah, thousands of dollars. That was like- so like they pay attention is what I'm saying to what's coming in. We were like, oh, you want to come to America? Oh, well, now I'm starting sounding like the last president. <laughs> <laughs> Let me take that back. Well, um, again, it's an island, so it is a little bit easier. But yeah, they, 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 you know, they were very, took very strong measures. Um, 
And maybe the fact that it's a woman in charge has, you know, women maybe are more sensitive to these kinds of things. I don't know. I, I wouldn't rule out a connection, but I, you know, it's at least worth Some investing. My doctors are females. Google it, Dan. Google it. Females. I'm more confident. Right, but is it because the women were in charge, or was it a coincidence? Uh, I don't think it's a coincidence. I think women live longer than men. I and there and we take care. We're also well, smarter. Live longer than men because that's just genetic. It's I, that's nothing to do with. I mean, you're not. You're not, Marina. You're not smarter. Look, I, I can, women are smarter. Can you like, picture we, that? Can you give me talk? Talk to any of the parents out there, and they'll tell you how the girls are when they're little girls and the boys are girls sure, start yeah. faster. They learn faster. Yeah, they than develop boys, faster. That's correct. And they live longer because they know how to take care of the nurturers. Men are not, you're not nurturers, Dan. Dan, I've never seen you nurture. I'm not an, well, I'm not much of a nurturer, but, but women live longer, not because they take <laughs> care of themselves, but because that's just how they are biologically. Spoken like a man. <laughs> I think women also have to develop faster because men are the murderers. They're murdering, they have to escape. Yes. They have to outpace them. Yes. So, so let, uh, now I'm going to tell you a couple of characters that have major events in January and you guys tell me what you think of them. Oh, this, right? this sounds like a fun game. Well, we characters like characters. real life characters? Yeah. Or like fictional characters? No, no, real life that, that have, that they did something last month in January that was big. And you guys judge if they were in the right side of history, wrong side of history. Oh, I thought we were going to have to guess who did what, like like match the person with the what they did. But this is okay. Yeah. Like, so the first one. Is, Dan doesn't play, like this game. That might oh, be a fun did. game. Like someone's like you know so and so did this. Who did this? Oh well, uh, I think I think the game once you you play, you're gonna you're gonna like it more. Okay. You know, okay, you're expecting enough, too enough. much from a guy dressed like he's the bass player in a band from the early 2000s. That's <laughs> what. I, that's the look I'm going for. You I, look I, like I, you play one of those music festivals that also has a skate component. Component. <laughs> you're saying he's post grunge. Yes. All right. Let's go. The first speaking. one is Mike Pence. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of people didn't like him, but he stepped up at the end with, you know, saying that Trump is crazy, saying I'm not going to do the 25th Amendment, I'm not going to challenge it. Uh, so. Is he, what he did the last month in January, does it, in your book, does it uh, bring him to the right side of history in, in your opinion? He's still, uh, no. Wait, what? But the, by the right side of history, it's a, you, you simply mean, did he do the appropriate thing? Yeah, that's what I mean. So what is our answer supposed expression. to be yes or Man, no? That's like such a common expression now, the right side of history. Nobody ever said that 10 years ago, I don't think. Yeah. You're so right. I've been on the wrong side by accident recently. Oh yeah? Yes, How? but I can't. Well, I did a panel show for some conservative network. Okay. I didn't do the research. I didn't know who they were. Okay. And they were they were auditioning me mm -hmm. for the show and I didn't get the show, but then I found out that they were conservative. And I was like, it's good that I didn't get the show, but I still wanted to be wanted. Right. <laughs> so, so, I don't know. So, uh, Harrison, what do you think of Mike Pence? What he did the last, you know, because uh, he could have edged even more and the country would have been even crazier, you know? Sure, but any, any good that he did, and I, I don't think what he did, did was that exceptional, uh, does not erase four years of complicit, of being complicit. Even just listening to the interviews of, he was supposed to be in charge of the Corona Task Force and basically abandoned it, didn't really do much. Uh, you listen to Fauci and Burks talk about it and he was basically a non-ent, I mean, 
no, there's the, even though I'm glad he did his job and followed the Constitution, which should be the absolute bare minimum, even for a monster like he is. Yeah. Dan? Well, I don't know that Pence is a monster, but uh, yeah, I mean, you're talking about what specifically that he that he that he like he, for example, when <clears throat> Trump said you you can you can uh, challenge the results of the election even wow. though legally he cannot, but he could have stood at the Congress and said, yeah, I chat, you know, and that would have created a crazy mob outside, you know what I'm saying? So he did the right thing. It's like I cannot do yeah, that. It seems obvious that he did the right. Unless we're missing something, it seems yeah. like pretty clear. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, next Are you going to ask is... me or did I answer it? Yeah, go ahead. You have to say the name of the president first. No. <laughs> okay. No, Pence is a monster. Okay. And that's why the fly landed on his head. Let's, yes. not, let's not forget or excuse it. He's okay. a monster. He's a monster. Boo! He's on the wrong side. Wrong side. Um, okay. There's um, like a serial next... killer and he gives the kid a lollipop. That doesn't yeah, matter. no. Doesn't make not it right. Not a serial killer. Lock him up. Oh, shit. Uh, okay, next. Um, how about Ted Cruz and Josh? Um, oh, shit. No. Yeah. Is That's there a question easy. there? No. How are they on the, how are they on the right side of history? I, I had to mention because they did, it, we recap in January and they were, you know, the people that, you know, um, try to, you know, challenge the results of the election for the first time in a long time. So, you know, we're recapping. We have to, you know, that's why we want to say the right things, you know, everything. I would love happens. to see Mike Pence and all of them in jail cutting garlic like in those mobster movies when they're like <laughs> locked up and making pasta. That's how that story Really, only is. one movie that happened in, I think. I mean, I, other than Goodfellas, I don't know that that's a common... Oh, was uh, it? It felt bro. like it was in every movie. Yeah, no, it's only a good fellow. <laughs> I think it's only a good <laughs> Okay, thanks, Dan. They were cooking in jail. Thank you, Dan. But, it, but it's such a, a iconic scene that, you know, it looms large. That cut, cutting that slice, just thinly slice the garlic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, another question. Um, so every election we have a state that's, you know, pop up like Florida, Bush Gore, now it's Georgia here. Um, so do you think do you think Florida is going to stay uh, red and Georgia is going to be the new blue? Or this is just a Trump hating Biden loving thing? I think it's going to stay. I think it's trending blue. And I think that those numbers, you have Stacey Abrams there. They're, they're, I think those numbers are increasing. I think it's a trend. I think, it, I think it just tipped. And I think it's going to continue to tip in that direction. And I think Florida, the margins of, of it being red are very slim. And one of the things that prevented that state from going blue in this election was that uh, people with felonies who should have had the right to vote um, got stuck up in some real uh, Republican fuckery. Uh, and if that ever gets worked out, they all, the 500,000 people are gonna be re-enfranchised and I think they're gonna vote blue. Danny, what do you think? Well, I think, uh, yeah, it's probably trending. Everything's trending blue. I mean, the demographics of the country is such that, that um, we're probably going blue in general because there's less and less white people. So- Are there? Yeah, I mean, you know, you hear that, that America will be minority white in, in, in by 20. I yes! Mean, you're counting Hispanics and some people might consider them white, but- Marina, 20, 20, 50, you're not gonna be there. They, you know what, Dan, you've brought up a good point because lately they've been calling Hispanics white. And I'm like, when did that start happening? Like, <laughs> Hispanics are a mixed, a mixed grill. No, no, but, but I'm saying in the world. news, I've been hearing it more. And I'm like, someone's trying to say, come on over to our team. 
Well, it depends what they do. If a Hispanic does something that, that the media doesn't like, then they're white. You know, and like George Zimmerman, who shot Trayvon, was a you know was a white Hispanic because he did something that, you know, that was. I see. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, also, okay. if you're the if you're if if the minorities are the majority, then we should not use the term minority anymore. <laughs> oh, that's Sorry. that's a good point Excuse too. Well, technically, you're correct when that happens, but it hasn't happened yet. Right. <laughs> um, all right. So th another game. Uh, there's uh you didn't uh, ask Trump. me again i just want to remind you but go ahead i didn't ask you about what uh, you're you're being a man right now i'm just what saying and you're on the wrong side of history you haven't asked you at you go man man woman no yeah, man. I, I went dan marina and then harrison you already answer you forget marina i never answered that yes question. you did i know i didn't i played the tape for you okay <laughs> do you want to say add something to your answer about georgia I just want to say my doctor actually asked me to move to Georgia to make it blue. So there's a lot of people who are moving to Georgia just so it's more blue. Maybe a doctor just want to get rid of you. It's like move to Georgia, just go away. Oh no, no. He's he's <laughs> okay, you're cute. You're cute. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Hato. Go ahead. I'll let you have that one. I'll oh, let you have you, it. Thank you. Thank okay. you. All right. right. So um pardons. You know, uh, Trump pardoned a lot of people, but there's four people that he didn't pardon that everybody thought that he was going to pardon. So I want to ask you guys, what do you think of these people? You know, um, and what's your take? So the first one is any guesses at the four major ones? I mean, Marina? himself, right? Who? Himself. Uh, no, beside himself. I mean, the four people that we said, the first one is from the Netflix thing, the Joe Exotic. <laughs> oh. You heard of the story? He thought that he's going to get pardoned, that he had a limousine waiting for him outside. You heard that story? Did you hear it, Marina? Do you know no. who he is? <clears throat> From the uh, the tie the thing, yeah. What's the name of that show? <laughs> Are you just playing with me? You don't even know the show. <laughs> I don't really know. Care. Do you know but go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I kind of know. I know what we're talking about. Yeah, it's what's the name of that show? Mm -hmm. I can't remember. Um, Tiger King. Huh? It's Tiger King. I was thinking Tiger, Tiger King. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say Tiger King. Yeah, Tiger King. So he, yeah, so apparently he contacted Trump and Trump said that he's going to, you know, uh, pardon him. And he had a limo waiting for him and a hairdresser and all that. And then he didn't pardon him. So he went crazy on Twitter attacking Trump uh, and all that. Um, so do you guys think that he should, if, if you know anything about the case, do you think he should be pardoned, Marina? No. I mean, I don't really know anything about the case. So I really. Harrison? I mean, I don't think anyone that he wants to pardon should be pardoned. Well, so see that the, I didn't mention the rest of the list yet. Uh, Harrison, here's my big question. How is a, a prisoner tweeting? That's a good question. But he tweeted that. <laughs> he, I, th I think you have an hour. I think, I think they get cable. Yeah. Uh, Danny, what do you think? I, he... I don't know anything about that case, but. I don't see why he would necessarily, if he was duly convicted, chances are he's guilty. So probably okay. not. I don't right, know. The next one is Julian Assange, uh, the founder of Wikipedia, obviously. That was a big rumor that he will be pardoned. Do you think he should be pardoned? Marina. Again, um, <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs> Harrison? I think it's sad that I feel way more confident in my knowledge of Joe Exotic than my knowledge. <laughs> I know. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, I really don't. I don't know. <laughs> I know, mean, I, 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 I know more about the 10-year-old who took 
GameStop from last I mean, week. I mean, it's, it's, it's just Kwanzaa present. Like Wikipedia, should he be pardoned or no? You know, the, you know, because he was, you know, what, what do you think, Dan? Yeah, again, I don't, I don't know a lot about that case either. I mean, I should. Like, that does sound like something like, you can forgive me for not knowing Joe Exotic. I probably should know more about Julian Assange, but I don't. See, okay. look, how about Third the one. kid with the horns? Edward Snowden. There's a Netflix special on him. That There's a Netflix movie. Edward Snowden. You should have asked to watch the movie before, uh, before, the, before the show, but... Uh... You don't know who Edward Snowden is? I, I barely. I, I'm not paying attention. He's yeah, the one not... that was working for, you know, uh, the government and leaked information that the government are spying on the phones and everybody. And then he traveled to Russia, escaped to Russia. And yeah. he said that. No? <laughs> I mean, that's, isn't, that the, isn't that the philosophical conflict? Is What's the line between whistleblower and somebody who's leaking yes. state secrets, endangering yes. the country? And so that's that's the... That's the challenge is figuring out which 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 side is le he's leaning on, and which side do you think he should uh, is he if he if somebody come to you and is like listen I know for a fact because I worked on it they spying in everybody's phone everybody's internet is that whistleblower or or a secret um, giver I don't know what you call it. my only the only thing I would care more about Snowden if it involved tigers in Oklahoma that's what I need is I need mullets I need tigers I need some country music custom written. See, and you all attacked me when I started with Jill Exotic because that was the, that was that was your escape, everybody. Okay, last one. I'm sure that you guys know him, or ex at least Dan Adaman knows him, because I had him in my show. Um, not him, but his mom. Uh, and he is uh, Russ Albright, you know, the founder of um, uh, Silk Road. The founder of what? Silk Road. Is that a good start? Silk Road. Okay. <laughs> the, the, the black, uh, the... Wasn't yeah. it like a dark web? Dark web thing, sell yeah. drugs on the internet? That's yes. pretty... Why, why, why should he be pardoned? Well, it wasn't... Well, if you follow the case, I had his mother and his lawyer in the show. So <clears> the thing is, like, he invented, you know, the, this uh, uh, web on the, on the dark web. But the main reason was not for, for it to be selling drugs and stuff to sell everything without the government watching, without being taxed and all that. So they arrested him for that reason. And they charge him over a charge. They overcharge him with a lot of things. Like they charge him as a kingpin and he doesn't have any followers. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no, the, 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 it was just unfair in a way, you know? I know, yeah, there was a lot of drugs sold and weapons and stuff like that. But and wasn't there like kitty porn and stuff? Yeah, but he didn't do that. He just, he designed the platform. Did he know that that was it. what they were using it for? They were using it for a lot of things, but there was a lot of things that illegally as well. Oh, know? he knew. He had to have known. Well, I mean, it's like, you know, whoever invented the internet's not responsible for all the crazy shit that goes on. Yeah, on the they are. So, you know, <laughs> and, and, and like, you know, I mean, a server is not responsible for the websites that are on the server, I don't think. Well, it's like the president's not responsible for people dying. Yep. But well, I don't know the case. Yeah, inventing... You get four for four. I really don't know enough. But, but yeah, I would say that you know, in, in general, if you create a platform, just like Twitter is not responsible if you go on Twitter and 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 incite revolution, Twitter is not responsible for that. Uh, kind of. Um, so. <laughs> I don't know. give anyone a pass. I say take responsibility is the new thing that needs to happen. Because then maybe they'll monitor it better, right? 
Monitor like, what? When you, when you create a dark uh, whatever thing he created, right? Then maybe if you know that you can get in trouble, maybe you will monitor it better. But here's, here's his lawyer's defense is he created this because the government is watching everything in the internet. So mm-hmm. he created a, a, a platform that, that not only the government cannot watch, cannot control. So it's free trade, you know? Right. So when you create an online black market, Yes. What do you think people are selling? They're right. People are selling their rookie cards on the black market. They could they could sell it on eBay. But it's not going to use the the dark not web the black part? market because if you think it was the black market. No, it was there was first of all there was a lot of undercover and stuff like that. You know, so you can't sell, like say if you like they one of the things they charge him is like he there's a, a gun for hire at his website. So you can you can hire somebody to kill somebody, you know? Yeah, see bad. <laughs> But a lot of them were undercover trying to get people who, so so it's not like it's a place where like, oh, I'm hundred percent can get somebody and they're gonna do the job for me. No, it's not like that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh well, thank God for that one. But le- let me tell you, they just had the Netflix special with the guy, who, the godfather of like social media or wasn't it on Netflix where he was like, I just, this is evil. I wish I had- Social dilemma. Social dilemma. He's oh, like, I dilemma, wish yeah. I hadn't come up with this. I'm telling you, it's bad. Yeah. And he's saying, I wish I hadn't started it. So I don't. What is your next live show in Instagram, Marina? Why? <laughs> because he's just saying it's evil and, and it's bad. <laughs> it is bad. I'm a part of the problem. But you I are, don't. You are I'm, I, look, I'm a sucker for it, but I, I don't. I, I know that it's bad. I know there's parts of it that are good. And there are parts of it that are bad. I'm part of the good side. You are. But let me let me say this just before we put a bow on the. I, I don't know enough about the black market thing. For all we know, he deserves the pardon. However, I would love to see who was selling good things on the dark web. Dark web. Who was selling Furbies using Silk Road? Like who was sell? What were the I innocent did. things? I did. did I was really? selling signed autographed pictures of Marina. Didn't go very well. Now I feel better about Silk Road. <laughs> <laughs> did she know about it, or were these? <laughs> you don't know about it. I feel I feel like you sold stolen photographs. <laughs> I'd, I'd have better flowers if I knew about it. Oh, they still alive? Flowers? No, they're dead. Ah. Uh, so how is uh, you know um, how you guys feel about you know uh, reopening of New York City in uh, Valentine's Day? I know a lot of guys are upset of the date. Like, did you really have to open in Valentine's Day? But uh, but how you feel? Let's start with the lady in the house, Marina. Oh, oh my God, that is so guy of you <laughs> to start with the lady on Valentine's Day. Like, that's the only thing I can really talk about. No, I'm not talking about The question was not Valentine's, not even listening. You're such a woman. You're not even listening. The subject matter. <laughs> I see all of it. No, I said, okay. what do you think of reopening of the indoors? I know what you said, but still. Okay. Okay. So on Valentine's Day, I look, I'm not going to judge anyone. It's these businesses need to. They do need to make their money. People are struggling. I just think that there always needs to be a very detailed. That's all people have been asking for for from the very beginning is a plan. So open with a plan. That's it. The schools open with the plan. You can't just tell people to open and not give them. I mean, people are doing all kinds of crazy shit because there's no plan. It's like Mike Tyson said, everybody's got a plan until they get hit. 
which I think uh, <laughs> is sort of like what we're dealing with here. Like, you know, there is no plan because we don't know where the next punch is coming from. So we don't know what, you know, where to put our hands. They're like, you know? they're like saying like, hey, there's vaccines, everybody. But then everyone's like, who gets the vaccine? What's, am I 65? Everyone's like, I don't know if I'm 65. It's crazy. There's no plan. And I could have sworn there were smart people in, in America. Harrison, what do you think of uh, reopening? But that's that's exactly that's a, actually a great point, Maureen. Because what, uh, my question then will be, what do you think of reopening without a new plan? Like it's the same shit. Yeah, it's weird. I feel like Cuomo was really coordinated at the beginning, and it was very data driven, very science driven. It was very like, if the numbers go to here, we can open this. If the numbers go back up, then we have to close it down. And it feels a little bit more detached from that. Uh, and also opening February 14th, I understand why he wants to open on Valentine's Day. It is a very lucrative and busy day for restaurants. However, is that the best day for that to be your first day open? Yeah. That's a like holiday. A holiday? The, re the, the restaurants, I mean, they're only going to, you know, it's only going to be it's 25% capacity indoors. So I don't know how much money they're going to make, but uh, I mean, there is outdoor seating and people have been, I, I went to a restaurant. A, last week and it was like 30 degrees but they had so we ate outside with with heaters but it really was not comfortable i didn't think i mean that's the, i think that's 25 is just a plan because you know mike our producer just told me like texas is now open 45 percent. so I don't atlanta's know been open this whole time yeah florida's just open <laughs> and, and people are getting lap dances in atlanta like crazy well i don't think you can get a covid from a lap dance can you Yes. Well, no. uh, they look in the other way. So they look in the other way. Maybe not. Yeah. Oh, I don't do lap dances, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> She's looking the other way. You only oh, have... I don't. I thought I don't know. I don't do lap dancing. Yeah. Oh, so sorry. I don't know. But do you think comedy will be next? Comedy is going on right now. I don't know if you've gotten the DMs, but everyone's asking me to do their show in Williamsburg. Yeah, Williamsburg. It's so not... yes, outside Marina. Oh no, there's inside shows. I've heard of like underground yeah. there's underground shows going on well there are clubs around the country i mean i i see people are going to certain clubs i think florida right the clubs are open as you said yeah, they're just what yeah they're just open yeah i uh, was asked to go to iowa to do a show indoors in a club or uh like a yeah yes i was asked to go to uh huh the audience tested or just whatever they don't give that information. They just say, do you want to do this yeah. gig? Because I know there's some shows that they test the audience. No, you know? what I'm saying is when I get an offer, they say, do you want to do this gig? And I go, wait a minute, hold on. That is not how you ask that question during this time. I need information and they don't supply it. I, I wonder, you, you guys can like legally demand, uh, you know, that the venue or the audience will be tested or something like that as a performer, no? That's a good question. I don't think, I don't know about that, but. You can demand whatever you want. It's whether they actually are going to do it. Yeah, you're asking <laughs> comics. I mean, I don't think like, they're legally obligated. To, uh, yeah, so. Have you have, it's like asking uh, them to count the number of people that were honestly in the room that night. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. They say, oh, no, he papered the room. <laughs> Some of these clubs can't even keep their comedy condos clean. You think they're going to keep COVID out of their clubs? They can't keep the refrigerators working. I mean, that was so alliterative, alliterative Harrison. Keep their condos clean. They can't keep COVID out of the club. There you go. I'm a poet now in this game. Any oriented thought or a very cook oriented thought. <laughs> 
So, uh, Marina, how is how is your January? Crappy you... comics from. Go ahead, Dan. If, if you if you uh, since we're oh, recapping and we end this with you know right. how is how is January? How what do you put January in terms of like you know the rest of uh, last year? Like, are you optimistic? You're doing well. You're doing better. You're going out, stuff like that, or and professional as well. I know you have your first uh, show. We talked about that. I mean, you know, it's a very tragic time. I mean, I don't. It's hard to say anything is good right now, except for you do the best you can. I've learned how to pivot. I had my first, you know, Zoom show that I headlined. That felt good. Yeah. I felt like, you know, um, I can make money uh, without risking my life. I, and I, you know, the one good thing I will say, and this sounds very narcissistic about myself, but I, who cares, um, is that I do know how to take care of myself without a man. So that is the one lesson I got out of this is like being single during this time has actually yeah. been the best thing not to make all of you out there who have kids yeah. feel bad, but I feel like I did it right. And, and so it's not a good thing for you, but good things for the men that you dated as well. <laughs> <laughs> the you ones that are alive. Yes. But you know, I was, I, I, I do feel like, you know, I've learned a lot about myself during this time, but it's very hard to gloat and say, I am doing it, you know, doing great. I don't think anyone's doing great. I mean, I have lost people in my, in my family recently. Yeah. Um, and that is tragic. And you, you're in this space, no matter what's going on there, everyone has lost someone. So, you know, and it's not over. And I think we're at a point now where, as someone said to me, we're in the darkest point of winter and this and is we very the darkest point in this show. Thanks for bringing. Yes. It. Oh, yes. Well, it's a very, it's a very good point to make. I can't sit here and gloat and say, "Oh, wow, look at how I pivoted." <laughs> but isn't it the best time not to be in a relationship? Actually, that's yes. Yeah, that's what I, I just said. Yeah. Well, it I, depends on your perspective. I mean, some people. I, oh well, go ahead, Dan. Well, I'm not in one either. I'm never in a relationship. You know, I'm, you know me. I'm. I'm. I'm always detached. Well, I offered you, remember we were going to date for our pilot? For our pilot, just because we thought it would be a good, the networks might think that that would be an interesting. We, we should have done that. We would have, we, well, we probably would have been well, divorced think, by I now, but. If we had a kid, we probably would have gotten a deal, some sort of sitcom deal. <laughs> I don't know if we just were in a relationship, but that would have been sufficient. Oh, so we would have had to have kids. I, I to work? think in order to get the network's attention, it would have had to been a little bit more extreme than just dating. Ah, uh, five but, kids later, you get the message. Sorry, you didn't get it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it like if we had six kids, we would have. Damn it! <laughs> I don't know. So, uh, yeah, you know what's crazy? But I think some people enjoy the fact that they 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 have a companion and they're not completely isolated during this time. Well, Harrison is right. Well, someone who just got engaged last week. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I am glad. I mean, I, I love my fiance. It's still, it's fun. It's I fun have to. Can I ask you? Did you meet her during this quarantine? I did not. I we met okay. before then. We've been dating for two years. Uh, okay. When I proposed, but like the time we spent in quarantine, it's it's a uh, it's intense. I mean, we live in a a five hundred square foot apartment together. We see each other constantly, and I think part of it was you know. If I if we can do this, I feel like we can do almost anything. Um, and she's been—I mean, she's been amazing. And I—I—I'm I, I, glad to have her. Is she there now? We'd love to meet her. 
She's she's locked in that bedroom. <laughs> oh, that's why I know I do. It's been amazing. We want to have an interview with you when she's not around, you know, and get the real, the real thing. He's like, help me. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it's been. I, I feel really lucky. I mean, I also live next door to my sister, so throughout yeah. this whole thing, we've had sort of a pod of us three. So that's been really nice. Um, she's single. Yeah. Um, and uh, so Ooh. I. I, I I see, I can see the sort of, yeah, either one, go for it. Uh, no, she's, she's great. But I've also seen like what it's like on the other side of like what, so, you know, being single during the pandemic and it's, it can't be easy. Like trying to date during the pandemic seems insanely hard. Yeah. Being, did, did you try to date Marina during the pandemic? No, right? I mean, I'm on Match. Yeah? I'm on Match.com. I just look at the pictures. I had one guy and he disappeared. Oh. Yeah, he, he did. From match? You gotta get you on like Hinge. I feel like we were we were like and... texting. Hinge is like about having sex, though. You know, no, Marina. You know what? It's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know what you should do. Okay. You should you should apply in all the dating app and found that guy that left under. Like, and he's like, I found you. Remember? No, he was on Match. He wasn't on Tinder. Oh, Match. Okay. Yeah, right. Match is for old folks, so that's why I try to. I'm trying to find me an old daddy. <laughs> <laughs> my my fiance and I met on Bumble first. We and the girl has to to write first in order to initiate yeah. conversation. She didn't, and then we matched again on Tinder, and then she wrote me, and that's when uh, we had a date. So we actually matched on two different apps before. So the official story is you met on Tinder, or but Bumble sounds better. We matched on Bumble. Did, nothing happened. Then we matched. Uh, then we matched on Tinder. And then the first date, I took her to a comedy club. She didn't realize that I was saying like, hey, come see my show. She thought I was meeting, I was asking her to meet me afterwards. So I think we started off on the wrong foot, but then we had dinner uh, at a place called Mimi's, which is like a great late night Italian spot, which is where our engagement your, your started. Your first date was she saw you do stand up. Yeah, that was the now, move back then. <laughs> now, did you, did you modify your act? Like if I have a girl in the audience that I want to have sex with, I might, for example, in my case, not do the joke about having a bad back. <laughs> you know, it's not very sexy. <laughs> um, do you modify your act with, with that in mind? No, that was the problem. No, I mean, I, we both have friends who use, who get laid all the time doing stand-up. Um, I, I, it was not a, no, I never changed the act and that was probably to my disadvantage. You were honest, so that was to your advantage. That's right, that's right. Yes, you have to, you know, I think this has been a time to look at your exes, though, on on mine is on TikTok. And oh, no. oh, my God, I made the right decision to leave. Was it what he did on TikTok or the fact that he was on TikTok, period? Well, I'm on TikTok, too, but yes. Um, but the stuff he's doing on TikTok, I'm like, oh, hold I on. You, you met a guy on TikTok? No, 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 I didn't. <laughs> but that would be fun. Yeah, you know, was- I do like them young, right? But no, I uh, no. This guy is just my ex who's on TikTok. I see like what he considers. He's the comic. I see what he considers to be funny, and it's like very bad. It's uh-huh. very, very bad. Very, very bad. Do you want to share his name? No. Who who who, uh, who did he vote for? Do you know? I, I I don't talk to him. We're exes. Oh, uh, but Wait, you don't wh- know. Why are you? What do you think he's in Wuhan or something? What are you do? What are you talking about? Hey, did he vote Trump? <laughs> huh? Did he vote Trump? You're not gonna get me to say the name. Okay. Fine. That's what you're trying to do. You're not yeah. gonna get me to say it. Okay. 
okay. Fine, whatever. So, uh, Danny, any dating for you in uh, uh, apps or in this? In quarantine, there hasn't been, no. So it's been almost a year, so. Um... Give me a call, Danny boy. No, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's work on that pilot, huh? I've just been, uh, I've been working, I've been, um, I have a relationship with my new guitar. I've been practicing, I've been uh, trying to learn guitar. Oh, that's you have good, you have, Can you play us anything? I'm, I'm not quite uh, there yet. I just basically, literally two weeks ago, I got this guitar. And... Dan, you should follow my sister. Remember my sister plays? And she has, oh, tutor she has uh, tutorials oh, she has on, YouTube. on YouTube. Yeah, there's a lot. Of, I mean, yeah, I've watched a lot of uh, YouTube videos. I'll send it to you. So, uh, of course, it is soul music. I don't know if you want to play soul music. Well, you know, I could explore. <laughs> is it weird that I, as soon as he said guitar, I pictured him with like sunglasses playing the blues? Is that weird? Probably a little weird. Though I'm trying to learn um, Wonderwall, but it's got a very oh no, <laughs> a very complicated um, rhythm. You know, you, the strumming pattern is is somewhat complicated. Are you trying to pick up girls at a frat party? No, I'm trying to expand my skills, and and Wonderwall has a complex rhythm. So working on that helps in that area. Uh, I try to work on landslide because that helps with my fingering techniques. Each, each thing I work on, I try to, has a particular reason that addresses a particular area of skills that I, I like trying to acquire. Oh, um, all right. So guys, that was uh, an amazing recap of January. <laughs> and I hope you all have good time. I started this podcast uh, or this episode, whatever, you know, 17 hours ago with things that people were looking for to happen in 2021. So I want to end with the same thing because uh, I think it gives a good motivation. So I'm going to play a, you know, a slideshow and you guys can guess uh, what is it and uh, we can go from there. And uh, the first one is obvious. Uh, you know, These are things that people are looking for to happen in 2021. Obviously, you can see that. Vaccinated. Yeah, vaccinated. Uh, hold on. I need to move you somewhere. By the way, I know your goal was to get Marina to say Trump, but my goal was to get Natterman to say fingering. So one of us has been successful. <laughs> uh, no, it's, uh, you know, hold on. This is the second one. Things that people are looking forward to. The Olympics in... Denmark. Oh, I thought it was getting married. Sorry. Oh, uh, no, no, no. These are things that people try to Rings. look at to feel better about the year coming up. So I'm trying to lift, uh, you know... Um, Oh, the I have to. I want to lift the spirit of people watching, and also I want them to forget that you have no idea who uh, Edward Snowden is and all these people. So, what, um, what is that bridge? Um, then look at the big picture. The Olympics are coming. <laughs> Where are they coming to? <laughs> they, they it's supposed to be Tokyo. And Tokyo. The, Tokyo. And, and the, you know what's funny? Florida is requesting to get the Olympics instead of Tokyo, like it's safer. Okay, next one. Anybody <laughs> guess? Disneyland. 50-year anniversary this oh, year. Wow. Racist guy. Because you, you showed the Olympics in Tokyo. That might be canceled. You're showing us Disneyland, which is now a vaccination site. No, actually, this uh, I showed you because <laughs> so in true. January, everything I've shown you here was confirmed in January. January, they confirmed they will have the Olympics in July 31st. Wow. All right. And Disney announced that they will have the party. He just checked you, Harrison. All so right. Everything oh, I'm showing I, you I'm right excited. now is actually confirmed. Is that Disneyland or Disney World? I'm not sure. I don't That's remember. Disney World. It's got to be Disney World. Disney World is open. Disneyland is a vaccination. Yeah, what is that? Disney That's World something then. I'll never do. Traveling. Yeah. People are looking forward to. 
No one is ever. What? Who said that? <laughs> okay. If you can guess this one, why is people looking? So Tom Cruise it's is going to film the first ever movie in space. Oh, right. He's actually going to space. And you know what's funny is he's going to play um, the role of the commander of International Space Station. And I had the commander of the International Space Station as a guest in this show. I don't know, Daniel, were you in this episode? I don't know. I think I was. And I don't think I so. think you, you were. So he's yeah. supposed to play him, not yeah, he him as a person, but him as, as a job. You know what I'm saying? So he went to space? He's to going do this? to space with Tesla uh, funding to film the first movie ever in space. Maybe. Because maybe. he wants no, to. No, not maybe. Everything I said is confirmed. Confirmed doesn't mean it's going to happen. It just means that they think True. they're going to try. Things we're looking for. <laughs> this really but, should be about, we don't believe anything you say, Hatem. No, yeah, I don't believe you know, you, know like you know what's funny is that you guys <laughs> questioning what I'm saying. And when I ask you a question about information, you have no idea about anybody, but you're questioning me. Like, <laughs> no, I, be I believe that Elon Musk wants to do this with Tom Cruise. I, I just don't necessarily, I'm not convinced that he will. Uh, we'll see. Um, 6G is coming out this year. Oh no, another conspiracy. Oh, We're already on 6G. We just got 5G. I know. That's what no one People says. People are like blowing themselves up because of 5G. Now they're going to 6G? Hugs. Wait, interracial <laughs> hugs. People looking for hugs <laughs> and no mask. a good hug. I would love for hugs to come back. Uh, okay, what so is this, that? This is very interesting. Amazon and Walmart um, announced that they will... Uh, Drone deliver your stuff. No, that you know, goes with traveling. Thing. All of it's bad. Just stop. 6G traveling, dropping stuff out of the air. Like the dark web. Oh, what do you, what do you think is going to happen? Somebody's clearly going to get crushed. At some point, somebody's going to get crushed. Yes. And here we go. This is what Aww. you're looking for. That would be the best. That's that that we hope for. Everything else, no. So I Marina, gonna you're going to have a nightmare about 6Gs and drones coming looking for you. Imagine your tea is being delivered by, by drones. Look, in black people don't need nothing looking for them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what, what do you guys, let's, let's end with this. What are you guys looking for in uh, January? Not in January, for the rest of the year. Something, just let's make people feel good, you know? Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you, you want people to suffer? You want to think about this one, Marina? Or should I start with the lady in the house? <laughs> <laughs> Now you can start with someone else. Harrison, what are you looking for? Personally I mean, and professionally. I mean, the comedy seller picture, I, I think I'm gonna be a little uh, verklempt when I get to, when the seller kind of reopens and we get to really go back in the groove of things. Yeah. I, I'm hoping that there's live performances this year, uh, yeah. you know, sa safely and with, you know. Um, and if and you noticed, I, I did even better. I put the picture of the seller without Noam in it. So imagine seller without Noam, it's even better. There's also no audience, so I don't know if this is the ideal. Is the piano there? Yeah, the piano's there. Uh, what about you, Dan? What do you look for? What am I looking forward to? All these movies, Broadway, 6G. Yeah, I don't care. Going to yeah, I, I would be uh, would be getting back into the at the cellar, you know, and seeing people, and um, you know, other than on Zoom. Yeah. So live live performance in general, you know. Yeah, live, hanging live out more than, I, I don't really miss performing that much, to be honest. But I do miss seeing people in person. Yeah. Marina? 
I'm with Dan on that one. But Marina, Dan, never seen people Dan is so that. right. I don't really miss performing either. <laughs> it's so funny. On stage? I don't miss it. And I think because Dan and I are of the same age and in years of doing this, that we're just like, we perform a lot that we needed a break, actually. Stop to make um, Marina, stop making that you have uh, a lot in common with Danny. I don't know. I've always had a lot in common with Dan. Except I sense for politics. such a spark. I think it's a romance. I think there's a pilot here. Well, Dan is like one of my closest friends that I haven't called once during yeah. the pandemic. Uh huh. Uh huh. But still, we used, I love you know, Dan. We used I think to be closer when you uh, went to the comic strip a lot because yeah. that's where I live in that neighborhood. I think if Danny changed the the background of his um, uh, Zoom, we'll find Marina's apartment. <laughs> if I see these flowers again, we'll be a problem. Dan and I used to go out to restaurants together all the time and. To he do would what? speak French to his French friends, and I would what, pretend what like do, I knew do French. What in restaurants? We Mostly would go on the east side because she would come because she was at the comic strip performing a lot back when she was managed by the owners of the comedy strip. Yeah, and we uh, would hang out. We're like we went to the taqueria. But okay. I, I will say for me, the thing I look forward to most probably, and I do mean this, is that the direction of my podcast, Friends mm. Like Us, because yeah. it's doing really great. We have like um, Drew Dixon on the podcast tomorrow from On the Record, which is a docu-series about the woman who took down basically, you know, she revealed Russell Simmons, you know, in the Me Too movement. So we're getting like all of these really great guests. They request to come on yeah. our podcast. So I'm that's really what I'm most looking forward to is doing more with friends like us and seeing the direction it goes in. Yeah. You know, you remind me of um, David Tal's joke when he's like, have you ever seen uh, Saxon City? And he's like, guys, this is so like us and there's nobody else in the room. You know, you call it friends like us. You have <laughs> and you're complaining that you haven't seen anybody around for a long time. But yeah, it's a great podcast and I uh, look forward to it. So, oh, yeah. I see. I don't yeah. know. Harrison, you just, what you you just insulted my wish. I think yeah, because I was talking about the world. I was, fi yeah. I was finally positive and then you then you made it dark. I, I was talking about the world. Something make the world something look for in the world, not in a, you know, but it's okay. Well, the world could use us. Actually, you know what? I, I have to say, I watched Marina's uh, live show. I didn't listen to the podcast a lot as much as I should, but I watched her um, live stand-up show, the first one, and it really made me feel good. Like, it just like, I don't know what it, and I hate to say good stuff about Marina, but it was <laughs> I felt good that night. You know what I'm saying? You know, when you feel good in the night, like it's just like, you know, that stand up. I think people need more of that in their life. So that was a good job, Marina. Well, it's less about us. That's what I found out about this time. Don't you guys agree? It's we. I mean, they need us, but we we need them yeah. to be happy. I don't know. Sure. Um, all right. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed the show. Uh, for the last we time. had so much fun. Yeah, 17 hours of <laughs> recapping this January. Uh, thank you to Colin Quinn, Rich Voss, Bonnie, uh, Rachel, Danny, Danny Cohen, Yamanika, Marina Franklin, Dan Nederman, Harrison Greenberg, and of course, Mike. Yeah, I'm so close. <laughs> our producer in the back. Do you guys want to share your information? Anything people can uh, follow you quickly and watch your podcast? When is your episode coming with, uh, what's her name? Marina's Franklin. With Drew, just follow all things. Go to Marina Franklin. Dot com. And your next show is when? My next what? My next stand-up show is February 18th. Can you say February three times in a row? 
I cannot. But February, February, February. (laughs) Harrison. You can follow me, harrisongreenbaum.com. I have a podcast called Who Books That? It's really fun. And uh, at Harrison Comedy on Twitter and Instagram. And thank you and congratulations for your uh, engagement. Thank you. Can't wait to meet her. Yeah, and and party with you guys. Dan Natterman? 100%. At Dan Natterman on Twitter and Instagram. I mean, you know. Any news in your book coming up soon or not yet? Uh, my book, uh, I'm looking for an agent, but I might self-publish it. I, you know, so, but it's done. I mean, I'm just, I, I got an editor looking in. I hired an editor to just correct spelling and grammar and inconsistencies. Ooh, those spelling. I, I would edit it for you, but English is not my first language. So wow. you're better off what's without the, What's the book about? You can do the translation. What's that? What's the book about? It's about uh, 300 pages. <laughs> 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 it's about a comedian and it's a comedian who fear with a fear of success who uh has to delve into his his life to figure out why he's so afraid of succeeding that's a great book is it an autobiography no it's not it's not because i'm not really because th- this particular comedian has succeeded and he had a re- he had a psychological reaction to it ah so, uh, so you know, so he has succeeded. So it's fiction. Okay, I get it. It's fiction. Well, I said that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nothing. <laughs> well, because I already said it a hot time. I said it's not, but this, this, this is not autobiographical because he succeeded. Ah, so. um, that's funny. Exciting. All right, guys. Well, really, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And for everybody, we're gonna do a recap show every month where we go through everything that happened, uh, and then fuck around at the end a little bit. So, guys, thank you so much for okay. being here and for your time, and enjoy the snowstorm if you're in New York City like us. And, uh, Guys, be like safe. Us. Wear your masks. Shut up. Bye. <laughs>